Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers, the Tabaxi Monk. Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the Elvish Druid. Hi, I'm Melissa, and I play Teflon Squizaker, and she's a pixie bard. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Rook, the Changeling Artificer. Previously on Antiheroes Anonymous, the Silver Seekers have discovered a plot by the Dragontooth Brotherhood to steal a clutch of dragon eggs from a caravan in one day's time. Nyasa, the governor of Port Horizon Shroud, has called on Legate Kalea Berg Crusher, not Bird Crusher, but Berg Crusher, uh, to help defend her city from the wave of creatures deployed as a distraction. Meanwhile, the Silver Seekers head to defend the caravan from Kashura, a UNT woman working with the Brotherhood in the service of masters still unknown. The day's ride north will give Elwyn time to consider what she saw the night before when Rook changed his shape to meet with the mysterious Night Mantis. Uh, and I, I should say, I rewatched the episode and I realized that the mysterious woman never actually even gave you her alias, but she totally would have given Rook her alias. So um, just imagine that she told you to call her night mantis and, and then we'll be good <laughs> oh so she actually wants to be called that yes ah, okay yeah I imagine that that happened that did happen i don't know what <laughs> it did happen I don't, yeah. yeah you're right i remember it vividly i mean i was there i heard the whole thing and she, yeah, said, definitely she definitely happened. said that so uh to set the scene as we dive straight back into things uh, the group of you had just um, basically confronted a large monstrous creature that was um, assailing some Imperial wardens in the streets, uh, this large magnetic crustacean. Um, and having defeated it handily with a good combination of spells from uh, Tuppence and Elwyn, um, and of course the final blow from Rook uh, and some consistent ranged light beam damage from Embers, um, the group of you are now free to proceed towards the northern gate of the city, known as the Thrym's Gate. Um, as you do so, uh, you don't really come, uh, your path isn't blocked by any more of these um, monsters, but you do hear the sounds of other creatures throughout the city that the Imperial Wardens are dealing with. Um, and you do glimpse a few encounters between the wardens and these creatures. So for example, uh, at one point as you're passing by an alleyway, you see on a street across the way, um, a group of Imperial wardens is just being swarmed by like, uh, up to like 20 doppel rats. 
um, and they're just trying to fend those off. And then you go a couple streets further, um, and some Imperial Wardens are basically contending with this large centipede-like creature, um, almost the size of um, not like a not like a a human or uh, an elf or anything like that, but more the size of like a halfling. Um, just this massive centipede creature. Uh, and they're trying to ward it off, but one of them gets bit by it. And you can see that like the veins glow on that Imperial Warden. And then they turn to the other Wardens in a rage and their mouth is frothing and they just begin attacking the other Wardens. And so these Wardens are having to defend off um, an attack on both fronts from like the creature and themselves. And you see several encounters like this as you progress towards the Thrym's Gate. But when you make it to the gate itself, um, you're greeted by a group of wardens um, who are basically stationed there uh, trying to keep any of the um, monsters from escaping the city out into like neighboring farming town land um, and things like that. And they basically, they've clearly been given orders to let the group of you pass um, and they let you through. Uh, past their line, and you make your way basically under this gate, which is a gate of gigantic proportions. Um, knowing what you know about this city, that it was formerly a frost giant city, you can tell that this is the original architecture of the city. Um, this gate was, with its massive portcullis, was designed to allow giants to pass in and out of here, um, possibly even riding on ginormous mounts like woolly mammoths or something like that because this gate is massive um, and you can see that the mechanism uh, that is used to pull it up uh, is significantly like it's um uh, it looks to be sort of a technical technological wonder even if it, uh, in and of itself because it's able to like raise and lower this gate um, but the gate is currently the portcullis is currently open um, and you can see on the other side of it there are a group of Imperial Wardens, or, or actually they don't look like Imperial Wardens. Um, they look more like the palace guard that you saw uh, when you visited Harbor Watch Citadel, um, standing outside the gate with uh, basically a pack of horses. Uh, and when they catch sight of you, um, one of them steps forward and waves at you. Um, and the group of you see uh, this individual is heavily armored, but um, the armor is integrated into their being. Uh, all of you at this point would have at least heard of, if not having have seen, um, a Warforged, and that is certainly what this individual uh, standing before you is. Um, they kind of have the same sort of features you would expect from a Warforged, there's not, there's not too much distinguishable about them, except for that they have a, like a red streak down the front of their faceplate that goes all the way to the back, as far as you can tell. Uh, and this individual kind of waves you over towards them. Oh boy, Tepin, I mean, oh boy, Embers, here we go. Horses. Here we go. All right, I'll so put, I'll, I'll I'll put a hand on Embers's arm and say, it's all right. You'll be all right. Just stay calm. All Embers, Embers does a few breathing exercises. Stay calm. Good, just like that. That's perfect. Uh, as you approach the Warforged, um, they give a slight bow and say, greetings. My designation is five. I am pleased to make your acquaintance, Silver Seekers. Hello. 
Um, do you have everything prepared for us? Yes, I have prepared horses as well as medical supplies. Um, and the, they gesture to like the saddlebags of the horses. Evan says, hi, five. My crew and I will be assisting you in your efforts to protect the caravan. Okay, so you're coming with us? Yeah, and you can see that the crew is made up of like uh, about 10 individuals. Mm -hmm. um, I have the only Warforged among them. Yes, uh, the rest are mostly like dwarves, uh, genasi, a few humans, um, a kobold or two. Um, yeah. But they're all like Imperial Guard. Uh, they, they're dressed in sort of more like the, the palace guard attire. Like palace guard, yeah. Um, which would signify to you that they're probably Nyasa's personal soldiers rather than the Imperial Wardens. Okay. Um, can I also get a shield? Do you guys have an extra shield that I can use for this? Um, five looks around uh, to their crew and says, Do any of you have a spare shield? One of our fellow travelers is requesting it. Uh, and <laughs> they kind of like look at themselves. They look amongst each other like they've kind of only brought the minimal gear. But um, five uh, looks to one of the uh, the dwarves and says, you there. You are a field medic. No? You will have less need of this shield than our friend here. Please give me your shield. And the person kind of like grumbles and hands the shield over. Okay. And then five just basically passes it over to Rook. Thank you. Um, it has the symbol of the city on it. Okay. Uh, which I'm trying to remember what that symbol is. I have it in my notes here somewhere. Um... Well, I'm not sure where it is, but um, I can find that later. I think, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyways, yeah, you get handed this this uh, shield with the symbol of the city on it. Okay. Thank you. Is there anything you must do before we embark? My crew and I are prepared, and it is probably best we make quick departure from this place, considering the plans that the Brotherhood have laid. I think we're ready. Okay. Uh, five gives a signal, and the rest of the um, Harbor Watch Citadel guards mount up onto their horses. Um, you can see that there are three spare horses, uh, one for each of the um, medium-sized among you. I think we only need two, I... though. Nah, I was going to go over to one of the horses and mm -hmm. try to get it super calm and a super really good mood and then beckon embers over to, to mount up. Could you oh, make okay. an animal handling check? Sure. Unless you've got a spell or something you're using? Nah, I'm just using my natural charm my natural Jewitic charm. Okay, well, that's a 22. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you do to, like, totally lull this horse? Because it works. You definitely lull this horse into, I mean, like, I assume a... there's some kind of feed or treats. Yeah, in the saddlebags. In the like saddle sugar bags, so... or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll take a couple of those, and I'll just go up to its, its head and feed it and pet it and just talk very quietly to it. 
and like give it some scratches and like tell it it's very you're a very good horse you're you know you're a good good horse good horse you're gonna be very nice and calm and gentle for your for your rider right and that kind of thing it kind um, of and then, nuzzles its head into your hands yeah just giving it all the scratches and then once i i'm sure that i've got this one all sweetened up i'm going to gesture for embers to come over and be like all right climb up on it be nice and gentle like embers climbs up very gingerly okay no claws um, the horse um, kind of picking up on Ember's trepidation, trepidation, mm -hmm. trepidation, yeah, um, seems to get a little bit more anxious, but then since Elwyn, you're still there calming it, it calms right back down. I'll look up at Ember's and I'll say, do you feel confident enough to uh, drive by yourself or do you want me to pull it along? I can, and I, I kind of am holding the reins in my hand and I'll say, I can, I can pull it you behind me if you want to just hold on and not worry about controlling the horse. Is that how this works? I thought we were going to be moving at a pretty good clip. It would be ideal if we could move swiftly towards our destination. We I'll are low it, on time. I'll give well, it a try. You can try and if if it doesn't work out, we can find other ways and I, I reach up and I hand the reins to you. Mm -hmm. I, I think... I'll be, be like, just, you know, hold on and squeeze with your legs when you want them to speed up and pull back when you want him to slow down. All right. And, and I'll not, give, not. give the horse a, a nice big kiss on its nose and I'll go over and kind of do the same thing to mine. Sugar lumps, scratches, and then climb back, climb up. Okay. Where does and Tuppence ride? To Tuppence. Do you want to ride on my shoulder or do you want to stay with Amber's keep her company? Well, Embers, are you too nervous to have me on your shoulder today, or would that be okay so I don't have to fly the whole way? I think Embers gives a, like, a little sickly smile and is like, I think it's really up to you as to where you're most comfortable here. Okay, I'll stay with you then. Okay, thank you. Zoom into the fur. <laughs> and I mount up like I've done it every day of my life. Yeah, Rick also mounts up. Oh, if he first uh, steps out of his armor, packages that up, and then steps in, steps on the horse. Okay. With that, uh, the group of you uh, begin to make your way down the road um, north of the city across the tundra. There is a fresh snow on the ground that has pretty much covered everything, um, and even more seems to be coming down. Uh, from the gray clouds above. Um, can Rook, uh, Elwyn, and Embers make um, animal handling checks? Uh, and Embers, you can make yours at advantage because Elwyn was good about calming down your horse. Thank you. I was going to ask. <laughs> I got a natural 20. Oh, snap. Wow. And my last roll was a natural 19, so I'm doing real good so far. I'm really scared that this is it for me today. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> All right, let's stop. Uh, so 23. Okay. How did Embers do? Got a nine. I rolled a two and a seven. Um, Tuppence, you're also on Embers' horse. Do you want to be... Is you, so you see Embers is having a little bit of trouble, despite the work that Elwyn put in to uh, calm the creature. Do you want to do anything? To try um, and soothe it? Well, I'm really good with small animals. 
but I will I will try to talk to the horse and try to calm it. Do you have do you have guidance or bardic inspiration? Because I could roll either. Inspiration. Mm -hmm. I could roll either of those. Yeah. Um, I was also trying to look up because I feel like Sylvan as a language, which I think you speak, lets you talk to animals. Okay. Maybe oh, really? I'm making that up. I don't know why that's in my head right now. Um, but I don't know where to go to look it up. So, um, but yeah, if you wanted to just, I will give you two options. You could um, basically give embers a free bardic inspiration without really having to spend one. Um, or uh, you could roll the animal handling check yourself as well and try to replace embers' result with that. Um, uh, I think I'd rather use the bardic inspiration. Okay. So yeah, that's a D6 for you right now. Okay. All right, that goes up to a 13. Okay. And Tuppence, what do you do to give this inspiration? Um, I'll probably do a loop around embers and kind of be silly so that she calms down a little, a little bit. And then I'll go whisper in the horses there. I know. It's her first time. It's okay. <laughs> Cute. Um, and so, yeah, bolstered by that, uh, Embers' control of the horse improves a little bit. How did Rook do? I got a 10. 10? Pretty average. Um, right. So the group of you uh, start making your way across uh, the tundra following this road. Um you're doing a pretty good job, most of you, uh, keeping up with the uh, Harbor Watch Citadel guards. Um, Rook is lagging behind just a little bit, um, but not enough to seriously slow the group of you down. And you start making pretty good progress. Um, but at some point, Five kind of brings his horse back to the group of you so that you can talk a little bit. Um, and they say, um, there is something I wish to report to you. What is that? I received word early this morning from the governor, and she asked me to convey some information. It seems that the wyverns belonging to the knights she dispatched uh, in an effort to warn the caravan returned to roost in the night, but without their riders. Oh. Hmm, I see. So we can... The governor believes that this means they were intercepted by the Brotherhood. Right. That's what she was worried about. I imagine we expected that would happen. Still, it is surprising to me. I knew those knights, and they were fine warriors all. I'm sorry for your loss. Maybe they're still alive, and just captured. I do hope so, but we cannot count on that. Did the what wine, this means, were the wyverns hurt at all? Um, that was not included in the report. I am unsure. Okay. However, I think what this means for us is that they may know we are coming. We should proceed with caution. Well, I reckon they probably knew we were coming anyway, now that their journal is gone. And, uh, I reckon the caravan doesn't know this is happening either, so we have to keep that in mind as well. 
Indeed. Now, I think we should reach a point near the ambush site, dismount, and take a cautious approach forward to scout. What do you think of this operation? Elwin nods. Do we imagine that we're going to intercept them right in the open, or will it be like... Based on the information conveyed to me by the governor, I believe that the ambush is intended to happen in a canyon where the Brotherhood may have the advantage. They may... uh, It is possible that they may construct roadblocks to intercept the caravan entirely. I don't think it will be hard to find the precise ambush site, but we should approach it with caution. Okay. Is it... I mean, do you think it's worth sending one or two of our riders ahead quickly to try and do the scouting sooner, or should we just stay together? I believe that we should stay together. We are safer in numbers, especially considering that three such fine warriors were intercepted just earlier today. I agree. Last night, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Anything else? No, that is all. Thank you. For I have concluded my report, and they ride forward. Yep. Thanks, Clive. You are quite welcome. Well, if we're going to scout, I did prepare something that might help us. Oh, Keep the us. locate um, object? Yeah, you could probably no. use that to find the dragon's breath, though, which would be where... Um, What's her name is? Well, it, that wasn't much help yesterday, so I didn't bother preparing that today. But I do have, uh, I do have a means to make us a little bit harder to detect if we're trying to be secret-like. Okay. Uh, are we going to have time for a long rest before we get there, or? Uh, you should, and it'll okay. be a matter of you deciding where exactly you want to take or when exactly you want to take the long rest um okay because you know that this ambush is supposed to happen on the 20th and it's today the 19th right so you do have a little bit of time yeah so i guess we could um like i'm going to be reevaluating my spells and doing some different things too so if there's any other strategies that we'd like to do i think that's a good one the spell that I, that I have prepared today to, to help us be a little more sneaky, I was planning to not prepare it tomorrow when we go into battle, but... Mm, I see. A lot hinges on what we find if we decide to scout and how long it takes us to get to the site. Sure. I'm always up for scouting. You fit the profile. Um, so the group of you, the group of you ride on for a little while. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about amongst yourselves, feel free to do so. Otherwise, we can just skip forward several hours um, to when you get kind of close to the ambush site. Up to you. Ember's <laughs> focused far too going much. Going once, on going twice. Yeah, I think I'm good. Unless yeah, Ember's talking about it. 
Yeah. Owen has nothing to talk to anyone about. Why would you even ask? Mm, nothing at all. Right. Yeah, Rook doesn't um, even know that you that I you would have know. something to talk to. I think that if anything, Ellen is probably gonna spend the ride riding close to Embers and making sure that Embers has a handle on it. And anytime it looks like she might be getting a little out of control, she'll be helping out. That's pretty much she's making sure that she's preoccupied with that so she mm -hmm. doesn't have to talk to Rook. Well, basically. see, the thing is, as you're kind of helping embers along um embers gets to a point where you actually see that she has a pretty good handle on it um but out of the corner of your eye you can see that rook is struggling a bit more than anyone else in the party oh, damn it ethan he is uh i yeah. think i think rook is struggling because he's probably looking for <laughs> to see if night mantis is like trailing them oh yeah sure roll a perception check sure so maybe he's like preoccupied That's... so rook's not really struggling but he's definitely trailing yeah uh it's a 13 um yeah, I mean, as far as you, you look around, and it's just basically once you get off the road, um, it's snowy plains and forests and um, kind of hilly, almost somewhat mountainous terrain in certain uh, places. Um, but you don't spot uh, anyone anyone following you, as far as you can tell. Okay. So I rolled an, a perception check as well mm -hmm. for the same thing. Because if I notice that Rook is falling behind, I can probably guess why if I see that he's keeping an eye out. And I would also like to keep an eye out for her. And I rolled another fucking natural 20. No way. Okay. <laughs> I did. Um, I did. And so that's a 25. So you, you don't see anyone following you out of the city. But I'm going to retroactively say you notice something back in the city, um, which is as you were you know approaching the Thrims Gate and you were witnessing all of these struggles between... Um, the uh, wardens and the monstrous creatures that have been set loose. Um, somewhere off in the city at a couple points, you heard the telltale uh, bang, boom sound of um, the same handheld rifle, uh, almost like mini cannon thing um, that Night Mantis used to assassinate two Dragon Tooth Brotherhood goons who were trying to sneak up on you uh, the previous day. Um, so, all that is to say, last you heard of her, uh, she seemed to be in the city assisting the wardens. Fuck it all. All right. Then, Jesus Christ, I wasn't planning to do this right now, but I think what I'll do then is if I notice that Rook is lagging behind because he's keeping an eye out, mm -hmm. I will slow down a bit um, to kind of fall into step next to him and I'll just say don't bother keeping an eye out for her she's not here um and like Rook just kind of looks at Elwyn sort of surprised uh like kind of puzzled on his face like uh I see there was a lot going on when we left the, the town so I'm sure you didn't pick up on it but I could hear the explosions that her weapons make i think she's helping out back at the back at port horizon shroud and he nods oh okay yeah i didn't pick up on that all right i'll i'll focus on what we're doing then i'd appreciate it it would help everyone stay safe and i'll ride back up to fall into line with embers again okay um could everyone except for uh elwin make a constitution saving throw um, there won't be any like negative effects of this, but I just kind of want to see how everyone is dealing with the cold. 
now who rolled a natural 20. So Rook's doing pretty okay. We need yeah. to stop wasting them before we actually get to the fight, though. I didn't try to. <laughs> I was like, I need to roll a one now. Um, how did Embers do? Six. Six. Um, can Tepids have uh, advantage, advantage for being in Embers' room? For... <laughs> yeah, sure. Really You're stealing that. all her body heat. <laughs> Not better. I rolled... Okay, so the best one is a six. Okay. Oh, you guys are the same. Yeah. Um, at some that's, point that's what ride, you get when you're in Embassy's Fur, apparently. Uh, at some point in the ride, um, it seems Five notices that uh, the two of you are shivering, uh, and they come back. Uh, they kind of like let their horse go drift back towards the group of you again, um, and kind of stop next to Embers and Tuppence and say, uh, "We did also pack some." fur garments, if you would prefer. You can see some of my warriors have taken it upon themselves to dress warmer. We have spares for you, if you're cold. In my size, too? No, I will admit we did not account for your particular size, but perhaps if your friend were to don such a garment, you could hide within? Do they have... What was that? You kind of cut out a little bit. Do they have pockets? Yes, I do believe they do. I oh. myself have never worn a fur garment, well, but there, I cannot be certain. There you go, Tuppence. Thanks. Oh, Embers will gladly accept a, a fur garment. Yeah, uh, Five ri rides back up to the procession and basically takes one out of the saddlebag of the same... Uh, individual who gave up their shield to Rook and <laughs> brings it back and puts it on you. There you go. Enjoy and stay warm. Meanwhile, I'm like cozying up in my nice fluffy cloak. Nice and um, cozy. Then yeah, uh, without any more incident, uh, the hours pass on. Um. And it starts to get to be, you know, mid-afternoon, and the group of you stop to have kind of like a, uh, a short meal, um, which is just kind of quiet, and everyone seems to be a little bit on edge. Um, you saddle back up and continue onward, um, and it gets to be kind of late afternoon, early evening, uh, when Five kind of holds up a hand to stop the procession. Uh, and uh, kind of rallies everyone around um, to, to speak and says, we should be approaching the canyon where the Brotherhood will be laying their trap. If we are to scout ahead, now is the time. I myself am not constructed for scouting. However, a number of my warriors are. Would any of you care to accompany them? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go too. Me too. All right. Well, I have. If we're all going, then I'll go too. Okay. Um, about uh, four of the you know ten warriors who are accompanying you, uh, who seem to be wearing kind of lighter armor rather than the uh, heavy armor that some of the the guards here are wearing, um, dismount and accompany you forward along the road. Um, all right. Everybody, gather close now. Come on. Before we get too close, come on. And yeah, I come in. get everyone within 
I think it's within 30 feet of me. Yes. And I will cast Pass Without Trace. Lovely. And how this looks is it's just harnessing the snow that's already falling and having it appear to fall a little bit thicker around us and obscure us a little bit like white mist and snow to help obscure us from view. Yeah. Um, perfect. When we took a... Did we get a short rest for eating a meal? Yeah, I, okay. I mean, you could have taken a short rest then, for sure. Could I change my armor type over to Infiltrator then during that short Absolutely. rest? Absolutely. Okay, so yeah. I will do that. Because that's something you can do in a short rest, right? I believe so. What do I get, what do I get back on a short short rest? Double check, but I think you can. Um, that's what I'm looking at right now. Short or long oh, rest. Oh, sweet. Yep. Cool. Sweet. Then I'm going to do Natural Recovery during a short rest to get one of my level two spells back. I had spent one. Just for the record, I... every meal Tepence has is a short meal. <laughs> yeah, well, she's short stuff, so. <laughs> um, great. So then uh, after you've, uh, Rook has set his armor to the proper mode. Elwyn has spent a little bit of time during the short rest recovering, or basically just meditating in the in the snow. Mm -hmm. Is that what you do? Yeah, um, pretty much. The group of you are prepared to inf to scout ahead. Um, go ahead and make some stealth checks. Yeah, so basically everyone needs to stay within 30 feet of me, but you all get a plus 10 to your stealth roll. The warriors needed it. <laughs> Emperor's also needed it. Um, the, the warriors, with the Pass Without Trace, uh, got 19. How did Embers do? 18. Nice. Um... Embers has a plus seven to her roll. So it begins. What? <laughs> Tuppence rolled a one, two? No. Oh, you're just laughing at no, uh, Embers. Yeah. Poor Embers. How did uh, Rook do? Rook got a 33. Dang. I got another natural 20. <laughs> Use them now, my friends. Use them now. Oh, no. Y'all are, are stealing all my luck. Elwin? On the worst things. Uh, 22. And Tuppence? 31. Okay. All in all, a very good stealth attempt. So you creep your way towards um, where you think this is going to happen. And basically the road um, kind of stays at an even level uh, and cuts through a canyon that forms from hills that rise up on either side. Um... So I assume you don't want to just like walk straight through the canyon. Um, you probably want to scout either side of the ridge. Right. Um, so you do so, kind of keeping to you know trees and, and hiding yourselves behind rocks, um, all the while relying on Elwyn to keep up this uh, spell of hers, which is basically just flurries of snow that just kind of whip around you and obscure the group of you. Um, can you also now make a group survival check? Oh, okay. Survival. Nice. I see you laughing, Kay. <laughs> no, I rolled, a, I rolled a 
rolled the metal die that that Nick gave me that is you can mix and match it. It definitely broke in half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna call that cocked. <laughs> a little cocked. It wasn't fully uh, attached, I guess. <laughs> uh, how did Rook do? Uh, three. Not not ideal. How about oh. embers? Uh, dirty twenty. And Tuppence? 14. And Elwyn? I should have taken that as a sign not to roll that dice. But I rolled it anyway and got a 7. Okay. Um, well, between uh, Tuppence, Embers, and these guards, um, who actually proved to be pretty adept at sort of um, more you know, nature-based tasks, uh, like tracking in the wilderness and, you know, keep, keeping stealthy, um, then you might have expected. Uh, the group of you basically uh, comb these ridges, both sides, um, and find no presence of uh, humanoids or um, uh, any sort of enemy, but you do find signs that they were here recently. Um, in fact, uh, with the roles being pretty good between the group of you, um, you find uh, not, a, not too far away from where there seems to be a concentration of signs that you know humanoids were moving around here recently. Um, you find kind of buried in a snowdrift uh, three wyvern knight bodies. Mm. Can I examine them to see what killed them? Sure. Uh, roll a medicine check, both of you, or uh, one of you with advantage. I can help you. What's yours? Plus two? I mean, or mine's plus, plus two? Mine's plus four. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you. I'll give you guidance, too. Oh, thanks. Guidance is a d4? d4. Okay, cool. Technically, I think you can only do one or the other, because both are in oh, action, is that true? but... Rule of cool, you can do it. Well, I was actually going to say that I help, so maybe I help and he does guidance. That works. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, well, that works out to a 24. 24. Um, so it becomes clear to you that there were two things basically at play here. Um, and it's hard to tell which one happened first. Um, but... Uh, first, it appears that they either fell a long ways or were heavily bludgeoned mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of like broken bones uh, and things like that. Um, clear signs of, you know, hard, forceful impact. Um, the other thing is that they are badly burned and it looks like their armor is melted in several places. Well, this is what we were afraid of, isn't it? I reckon this means we don't need to worry too much about that being used on us anymore. Possibly. And the locate locate object wouldn't have worked anyway if that's what we were looking for. It's possible. I'm going to kneel down next to the bodies and I'm just going to say a little a little elvish prayer of farewell. This this is the worst thing to ask. Um, do any of them have intact shields? 
Um, intact, yes. Slightly melted, but probably still functional. Um, you'd, you'd still gain the bonus from it, but um, yeah, it's it, they're they're kind of melted. Like the the metal is just. It looks like it was almost um, liquefied by whatever heat was applied against it, and then kind of recooled and solidified again. I think Embers would like hold one up and look at it and say, well, uh, maybe you can fix it up, Rook. And give this one back to the dwarf? Uh, who happens to be one of the sort of group that is scouting oh, with okay. you. <laughs> um, yeah, she just kind of like reaches over and takes it, examines it, and kind of shrugs. I mean, I can fix that a little bit if you'd like. No, it, it's fine. Okay. It'll do. Trade. <laughs> um, these these scouts who you're with also seem to kind of pay some respects to uh, the fallen comrades. Um, you hear a couple of them make vows to return and ensure a proper burial. Um, I'll I'll use druidcraft to kind of create snow flowers popping up around them. Weapons will help with druidcraft also. Okay. Yeah, you turn this into kind of a beautiful temporary. Um, place for these bodies to reside. Um, what would you like to do? So, Ethan, mm -hmm. the review memory spell does not say that it has to be a living creature. Um, it should. Is it supposed to? Okay. It is supposed to, yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> I'll have to update that. Okay. You know, I try to follow the wording of other spells, and like other spells, I guess, just don't cover this half the time. I think some probably do, but figured I'd ask. Well, uh, I anyways, like it, to... it does have to be a willing, living creature. Okay. Well, at the same time, I don't think we're going to learn anything from them that we don't already assume. Well, I would, I mean, I would have liked to know like the numbers that attacked them and just like other details of the force that we're going to be, you know. I wonder if we can figure some of that out just based on tracks survival and stuff. Check and yeah. Tracks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So your survival checks were kind of to find this site, but if you want to figure out some of that information, like their numbers, um, which direction they might have gone, uh, you can make another survival check for sure. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm pretty good at survival. Okay. I assume someone's going to guide and someone's going to assist. Sure. Yeah. I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna do a bardic inspiration for a little bit. Oh, you bit do that more. too. You can sure. also yeah. do that. Yeah, you can, do that. That. can also yeah. do that. it. All stacks. You can get guidance, help from Elwyn, and yeah. inspiration from Tuppen. Oh, the whole team Tuppen out. The here. whole, the whole. Let's see. That's a twenty-five, all told. Um, so the the guards who you are accompanied by at the moment are just kind of, they're busy with the bodies, kind of paying respects. Um, what does it look like, the group of you all cooperating together? Like, Tuppence is giving inspiration, Rook is, is giving guidance, uh, Elwyn and Embers are doing the physical searching, but what does this all, what does this whole, whole scene look like as you're searching for clues? Um, I think that, like... Embers has kind of the, the sights and smells covered. And I think maybe Elwyn is like 
attuned to like the, the patterns of the snowfall and things. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm used to tracking things in the snow, so I can mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. yeah help you pick out individual footprints or. Mm-hmm. I think um, Rook and Tuppence. Rook re- reaches into his satchel and pulls out two pairs of pom poms, <laughs> and then they just start go. <laughs> so are we confirming that Rook has pom poms that he carries on? Yes. <laughs> Okay, cool. Add those to your inventory. Okay, um, yeah. And then what does Tuppence's inspiration look like? What's she doing? Yeah, she, um, she's being stealthy, so she doesn't want to use her, her flute or anything, but she's fluttering around and helping Rook make everything seem a little bit more special and upbeat. Just kind of keeping everyone in a good mood. That's very Tuppence. Sprinkling pixie dust on the pom-poms so that when Rook shakes them, the dust comes out. <laughs> So yeah, the group of you, as you as you watch Elwyn, you can see that um, like she she very much knows what she's doing when it comes to uh, tracking things in the snow. It's um, like it's almost as if uh, she has received formal training in like ranger arts or, or like spent a long time with people who know how to do this sort of thing. Um, it looks like she's doing like a very good job at kind of uh, investigating the natural aspect of the space. Uh, Ember's similarly with uh, your your heightened um, nose and ears, um, and to some extent your eyes as well. Um, between the group of you, you don't miss a thing. Uh, so what you find is that um, the group that was here had a number of supplies with them. Um, and you can tell that the supplies were things like um, wood for palisades um, that might be used to create like a temporary barrier. Um, there's also signs of like thick rope or, or cabling or something like that that they had with them. Um, it also seems to be um, not a huge force. Um, let me see if I can get you a number here. Um, where did it go? Uh, maybe like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, um, like 15 people total. Um, but, uh, the concerning thing is that you find signs of several large creatures with clawed feet. Um, and with that check, um, you can tell that the feet uh, seem almost bird-like. And actually, since you rolled so high and since you have experience with this, you would recognize them to be the tracks of griffins. <laughs> yep, so that's what you find. And this is this is stuff that we know that our, um, the ambushers have? the wood and the rope and everything yeah well you're investigating the area where they were kind of camped clearly mm-hmm. until they um intercepted the wyvern knights um so it's pretty safe to assume that this was this was their stuff okay griffins huh not a happy sight i was hoping to no. avoid those the rest of my life well guys if we should happen, if I should happen to perish here on my tombstone, I want you to write 
not appreciating my puns while I was alive was a grave mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What would the group of you like to do? As Tuppence's pun hangs in the air. Sorry, no, I was laughing, but I was muted. (laughs) No, Elwyn just kind of shakes her head and laughs at you, basically. Um, can we gather up the wood and the rope? Oh, no, the wood and the rope isn't here, but you find signs that, like, supplies were placed oh, oh, here okay. and determined what they were. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it was, like, the impressions of planks and things like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, like, rope or some kind of cabling or something like that. Yeah, okay. Um, hmm. I guess, can I get up on the ridge? Oh, I'm sorry, you rolled really high and you also would have figured out sort of what direction they moved. Mm. Um, it seems like they moved further up the road to the north. To some the extent. The direction of the caravan? Yeah, the direction the, car- the caravan is going to be moving north to south mm-hmm. uh, and you've been traveling south to north. Yeah. So it seems like they've moved further to the north. Okay. Could we, could we track them to their new location? With, yeah, with that roll, absolutely. Yeah, I, so I guess um, I guess we'd put it to the group. Do we want to do we want to follow these people and try to ambush them tonight, or do we want to wait until tomorrow? Well, I, I I could do either way, but I'd be better prepared if we waited till tomorrow. Um, we could go back and consolidate with everybody else first and see if they for a nighttime raid or not. Do we want to at least find the decision? That's true. Um, Do we we want to at least find the location of the camp now and then go back? That'd be a good idea while your spell is still active. So we don't lose the track. Well, you don't know necessarily how far up the road they've gone. Uh, It could be several hours. It could be just a little bit. It's kind of unclear. You can tell somewhat like the freshness of the track though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, you can figure how long ago they moved, but not how far away they moved. You sure. know. Sure. I mean. Um. And it would have been, they would have moved within like the past, um, eighteen hours or so. So oh, it seems sure. like well, they probably it, intercepted it, these wyvern knights and then moved. If anything, we know which direction they're likely to be coming from. So, unless they come from the air. But still, if they if they went in in that direction, at least maybe we can set up an ambush for them tomorrow. Yeah, but I mean, just judging from the information, I don't think they would have enough griffins for everybody, right? So that's no, right. they wouldn't. Yeah, so then I think they'd be coming from probably mainly the ground. So we know which direction they'd be coming from. We could try to ambush them before they come back here. Yeah, that's true. What time is it now? Um. Early evening, late afternoon. Let's closer to early evening at this point. What we could try is getting some good rest now, and then in the middle of the night, setting off while maybe the rest of them are still asleep. Try and find their camp and fall on them then. Right. Yeah, that's true. I'm just worried about losing the trail if we don't follow it now. I mean, the we snow could... is coming down. It's going to eventually cover tracks for sure. So, how about we can follow it, and then we can send the um, 
guards back and they know which direction we're heading. And so they can come meet us. Couldn't they get a scout come meet us? Yeah, theoretically. So maybe something like that. Assuming they yeah. can find you after you've gone forward. Well, we if we tracks. take everyone with us, take the take the, the scouts with us, go find where the camp is, and then send the scouts back. Okay. But again, we don't know how far away the camp is. It might take us all night to get there. Yep. Well, I'm just saying, like, they can meet us while we're still tracking it, and we can try not to cover our tracks so they can find us easier, and then if we decide that it's too far away, we should just camp and do a quick rest and then go forward as a, as a group. But if they are, t then, but if they're close, then obviously we can regroup at that point and figure out what to do for them. Honestly, my vote would be to camp out here and to set up some, some kind of ambush or trap here, because we know at least that they're coming here. This is the information that is not a question mark. That's true. They've still got to set up these palisades and these ropes, so they'll need time to set up, and we can strike while they're doing that. While they're the busy th doing something. The yeah. other thing, too, is if we do wait for tomorrow, then we would have the aid of the caravan. If well, I'm not we sure how much the, the caravan would be able to, I mean, it's to defend any... themselves. Right, but what I'm saying is that it would just be adding our adding numbers. Like we would have whatever. But we have it also to... brings the the ball into the game. That's true, I guess. If we can take them it's out before risk. the caravan even gets here, then yeah, that'd the be the best. That would be the best. Yeah. I like the idea of taking them out before we have to worry about bystanders. Yeah. What do you want to do? Mm. Tuppence, what's your vote? You've been awful quiet. Well, considering everything, all valid points. I like the idea of sleeping now, setting up a trap, and sending the guard back and having them come join us here. They Elwood's should be rested nodding. and can. They should be rested and can cover us too. Ambers. I'll go with whatever Rook says. He's the tactician here. Elwyn looks at Rook without saying anything. <laughs> um, Rook says, I think we should at least give the tracks a try and see if we can see how far away they are for a little bit and then come back and camp. Kind of know a safety distance. Okay. Um, so it sounds like you want the scouts to go back now, and then you're going to scout a little bit ahead to kind of follow the tracks and see how far they go. Yeah, the plan? for a certain amount of time and then return so we okay. can group with everybody. That's what, that's what half of us want to do anyway. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, you come to a decision and then they'll know. I thought that was the decision. The tracks are 18 hours old. So they are either traver traveled for 18 hours or they traveled a short Right, we don't, well, yeah. And slept, but how right. far are you wanting to go before you give up? I mean, not more than an hour, probably. If uh, I'm willing to, if someone wants to come with me, I'm willing to fly and go so that uh, two can stay back and start the trap. I'll go with you. I'm fairly quiet. Well, if I go, then you can have my 
my magical cloak. I feel like we might you, as well if, go at that point. If you leave my proximity, then. Although I really am not. I still don't think it's a good idea. I don't think we're going to find anything that useful. But at least we would know that they're more than an hour away from us. So that if we so were just want to travel for for an hour and then if mm -hmm. we don't run into them, come yep. back. Then we know that they're further than that. And then we know that if we're, we're sort of our safety areas at least. And so we can set up traps or whatever. Or sentries. I could also send a. I could send a creature out too. To scout for an hour, so we don't have to leave here, unless you want to go. Nah, I can also cast invisibility on myself. Because if if, if we're if we're able to to start our our rest here now, we would be ready to go much earlier. But if we take two hours to go and come back. Then we get two hours later start in the morning. Yeah, that's what true. Happens, what happens if we do come upon them? Oh, well, then I, we know I exactly could, where I they could are. Summon, I could summon, uh, like I did in, in the warehouse, uh, a creature that could scout ahead for us and come back and, and let me know. I can only see through their eyes for a limited distance, but I could send them out for an hour and have them come back and. Yeah, I mean, if you out. think that's. I like that idea best. Yeah, if you think that's a reliable way to get the information, then I'm all for it. And that would, like you said, keep us here, and then we can rest immediately. If they're able to oh, sounds like a best of both worlds situation. It does. All right. Let me see. Because I haven't used any wild shapes today. I am not 100% familiar with find familiar yet. <laughs> Let me see what I did there. I was muted. I was going to say, you better find some familiarity with it. I'm going to find some familiarity. Let's see. I could do a bat, a cat, a crab, a frog, a hawk, a lizard, an octopus, an owl, which might be good. Poisoning, poisonous snake, Owlwind. rat, raven, <laughs> seahorse, spider, or weasel. My vote is crab. An owl has dark vision. <laughs> and and uh, decent stealth. Pretty decent stealth. A crab has pinchers, though. And keen hearing and sight. How fast yeah. does it fly? 60 feet, looks like. Sounds good to me. That's really good, actually. Yeah, 60 feet. Yeah, and oh, a, a hawk would also oh, have 60 what? feet and has a plus four to, to perception, whereas an owl has just a plus one, I but think. But does a hawk have oh, no, plus dark three. vision? No, a hawk doesn't have dark vision. Yeah, it's going to start getting dark real soon. So. All right. So I can, I can, uh, looks like enough. owls have superior dark vision. <laughs> All right. So if that's what we're going to do, I'm going to kind of find a place to kind of sit and I will pull my hands up and swirl the snowflakes in front of me until they kind of create the form of a snowy owl. And then I, it, the snow will kind of fall away and the owl would be will be there. Uh, you draw the rest of the owl, okay. It's um its feathers have the pattern of like a mask on the front of its yeah. face. Kind of oh, across that's so the badass. Beak. Yeah. That's so badass. So I will say, because I can't really I can give it telepathic like commands, but I can't understand it. Mm -hmm. Um 
So I will basically say. But it is, it's a small creature. So I think Tuppence can talk to it. Can it, can Tuppence understand it though, or just speak to it and be understood? Um, Simple, simple things who can, who can communicate. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, if that's true, I mean, I was going to say basically flat for, flat for an hour in that direction. And if you, if you find a camp of people and a snake woman, I want you to pick a branch from a tree and bring that branch back to me. If you fly for an hour and you don't find anybody, come back and don't bring anything. All right? It clicks its beak. All right. Thank you very much. And I give it some scritches and a little bit of like nuts for my rations and send it off. Uh, and you want it, so it's going to fly for an hour then. Yeah, as the owl know. flies. My, I think my wild companion feature lasts a number of hours equal to half my druid level. So an hour and a half? Or does it round? We'll say an hour and a half. Okay, so um, I'll have it, I'll say fly for 45 minutes. Okay. Three quarters of an hour and then come back. And if it doesn't find anything, it's supposed to come back with nothing. But if it finds something, it comes back with the branch from the tree, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then are the group of you going back to the scouts and telling them what you've learned? Okay. I think we were going to send the people that were with us back, right? But you're going to stay here on the ridge. Yes. Got it. Right. Um, then the owl flies off. And the group of you are kind of left alone on the ridge as the scouts go back. Um, what are you going to do here? Just kind of start resting? Let's look for a place to set up camp that's out of, out of view, inconspicuous lag. Yeah, you can you can find something like that. I mean, like a secluded um, thicket or something like that. I think maybe it might be a good idea to to find some places where we might be able to set up an ambush if we're going to stage the attack here. Yeah. I'll, I'll help her click for all of this. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, hmm. Looking for strategic locations. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this kind of a weird check. Unless uh, nature's by default wisdom, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Nope, so nature is intelligence. Oh, perfect. I was going to say intelligence, nature. So just a nature check then. I'm not trying to. Why, why is nature intelligence? That doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, I it's, think, it's what you think know it, about nature. Yeah, right. it's like st- stuff not, you've learned. Not what you can sense or yeah. intuitively um, know, I guess. So I can do that check. Did you? Are you helping me? Oh, yeah, I'm helping you. All right. Oh, do I have bardic inspiration too? So I have all the dice again? If you uh, need it, you can have it. Well, I got a 19. Do you think I need it? No. No? Okay. Okay. Um, so if you're attacking something that is traveling on the road, um, the place where the Brotherhood was going to set up is pretty strategic, right? Because you have the advantage of sort of you're being out of like you're out of height, out of reach of anything traveling through the canyon. Um, so you could like pepper crossbow bolts down or something like that. Uh, the canyon is also not terribly wide, so it's easy to block off. Um, 
so that's probably like the most strategic point for something coming through the canyon. Um, if things for some reason go off the road and veer around the canyon, um, there's, yeah, there's a number of like um, thickets that you could use to conceal yourself until an enemy is kind of out in the open uh, in front of you, and then you could make your ambush. Um, yeah, I mean, you rolled pretty well. So if you have sort of an idea for an ambush point in mind, let me know, and we'll see if that's something that might be around here. Yeah, we want to be ambushing the people who are ambushing. Yes, that's correct. Um, Do you think there's any worth to blocking off the the ravine now? Maybe the, we don't. Uh, do we have supplies for that? You tell I don't know. Me. Are they really? are there big rocks around that they were planning to like drop into block out the ravine or something? Or there's some rocks, but there's not like there's not like. Does anyone have any huge dynamite? boulders placed right next to the edge of the cliff? You know, <laughs> I do. Like that. You do. I think Rook has some dynamite. I we do could... have dynamite. We well, could I collapse. have firecrackers. That'd make a lot of noise. I well, have whatever the cobalt were. Yeah, they aren't uh, quite as yeah. powerful as dynamite, but might do something. Yeah. Let's see. I have a cluck cluck mushroom. <laughs> firecrackers and then pom poms. That's about it. Those are the only. Uh, strategic items I have. Okay. Well, while the group of you are having this conversation, um, probably about like half an hour passes um, and you're trying to set up like a strategic ambush point and you could see a figure coming out of the, the growing darkness um, and the flurries of the snow and you recognize five coming towards you. Um, so... And once they spot you, uh, they approach. Okay. The other thing we can do is do like pitfall traps and stuff in their path that they'd be returning from. So we could just set up things and then if they get stuck in the traps, that's when we would just rush out of one of these thickets or something. Um, as five approaches you, uh, they, um, who would they perceive as kind of like the leader of the group? I guess probably Elwyn, because she was kind of the most accomplished writer. Oh. Um, five comes up to Elwyn and wow. says, "Well, Rook and Elwyn, or Rook and Embers, are off, um, like Discussing. scouting and, and yeah, figuring out true. stuff. So that makes sense if Tuffins and I are just kind of hanging out." Yeah. Um, my soldiers have informed me that the group of you intend to set up an ambush here. Yeah, we think we know what direction the the enemy might, might be coming from. And uh, I sent a scout off to see if they were nearby. Should be expecting to hear back from my scout soon, but... Hopefully we will hear back from this scout in the near future and can make a more informed decision. But I have concerns about the current course of action. What are your concerns, Five? Yes, this is the main road south to Horizon Shroud. But the Dragontooth Brotherhood is a national syndicate. They have bases in cities all across 
the Empire. We have no guarantee that they will pursue this path back the way they came. But we do they know may... they're going to come back here. Five kind of shakes their head and says, how do we know this? Well, this is where the ambush point's going to be, right? This is... It was, but if their commander is worth her salt and she learned that their plans were made, would she not adapt? I would. It is possible it. that they will enact their plan while we wait here and we will never see them again. So you think oh. we should just go find the caravan? Uh, five looks around and says, because it is growing dark now, I would not advise that. Not all of my soldiers, myself included, are adapted for scouting in the darkness. We may blunder into a trap ourselves. Speak plainly, Five. What do you recommend? We should wait until your scout returns. Then we will know more. Any minute now. Um, and uh, Embers and, and Rook, you can have come back at this point, having scouted out the vicinity. I'll okay. kind of convey to them what Five has just said to us. Yeah, Rook will ask Five then. Um, so the caravan should be at the Warden checkpoint at this point, right? And they will leave, I'm guessing, in the morning again from there? Down yes, the they will head south in the morning. Warden Protocol states that they should not stay in one place for too long. If their replacements do not come, which they won't, then the wardens there will proceed onward, exhausted as they may be. Do you know about what time they're supposed to leave in the morning? Yes, they should leave first thing, at dawn's first light. How many hours is that from now, do you think? Uh, maybe, let's see. Uh, 10 to 12. Okay. So we can imagine that the caravan would leave the checkpoint. It would travel some distance away and then anywhere from a couple of probably or two from... So doing some mental calculus, it probably would have arrived here around noon. Um, if, if it were, you know, not intercepted. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. But I guess my point is that they wouldn't attack it at the checkpoint. They would wait till it's a little bit away from the checkpoint, probably, and then attack it either between wherever that point is and wherever we are right now. If I were them, that's the move I would make. I but agree. there are strategists more accomplished than me. I mean, what else? I can't, I can't imagine right now what else. I don't really know the lay of the land either, so I don't really know if there's a better option other than picking a point between here and there. As soon as we did not find them here, everything changed. Can I changed. roll an insight check on Rook? And he says, I don't really know the lay of the land. Sure. Yeah. Natural one, proceed. <laughs> Natural 20, you find nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that conversation happens. Let's see. Um, okay, I see your point five. Yeah, we can wait for um, Elwyn's scout to return and see if we have any new information and then make a decision from there. Yes, let's. 
Um, with that, Five kind of lapses into silence, um, not really blinking, just kind of staring from one of you to the next. Um, those of you who have interacted with Warforged, um, which I don't think many of you have had too much extensive interaction with them, uh, Embers in particular, you would probably, and Tuppence also, would probably not have too much experience with them. But Elwyn, you would have met a few in, in Iand while you were there. Uh, Rook, you might have met a few. Um, in recent years as well. Um, they, they run the uh, sort of the, the spectrum for um, like uh, emotional capability and also um, like personality. Um, when whatever happened to the Warforged happened and I'm not sure how many details you would know, the event that created them, uh, many of them regained memories some of them did not. Some of them regained uh, like hazy part memories. Um, it's it's kind of a very mixed bag. Um, but this Warforged in particular seems to be more on the, um, unless they might have been just a very robotic person to begin with, um, seems to be kind of more on the maybe didn't regain as many of their memories um, and experiences side of the spectrum. Understood. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not long before uh, the owl comes flying back into sight. Um, and Elwyn, I think, is the first to see it with her good dark vision. Uh, and it is not it's carrying scary. a branch in its beak. All right. I'll welcome it back and give it some No, No camp then. That's, kind of nibbles that's on your news. ear. <laughs> that's good news. Give it a little bit of a scritch and I'll dismiss it. Kind of melts back into snow. Snowflakes flurry on the wind. That was well, an interesting like, scout. Looks like there are no camps within 45 minutes of here. So I guess we move on then. Or we camp and then move on in the morning. But we yeah. must make a decision whether we bank on making an ambush here or attempt to move forward and intercept their interception. Given what you've said, I think that it is smarter to try and get to the caravan as quickly as possible. We rest first and go find the, that caravan and keep it safe. There's no point if, if we wait here and it gets attacked on the road and we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs, there's no point. I cannot predict what they may do, but I think that would be a wise option. And if they decide there to may still be try and, and do their ambush here, at least we know what they're planning to do and we'll be prepared for it. Or we can try to divert the caravan once we get to it. Make them take another path. Well, so we know one thing for sure is that they are actively watching for us or, or Port Horizon Shroud to contact the caravan. So at some point of between here and there, they will know that we are coming because they're I watching. I think they them. already know we're coming. Well, they know, I mean, but right, in, in like a general sense, but they'll have eyes on us. Potentially. Right. So, so if, they, if they don't want us to get to the caravan first, they'll either attack us. Well, my point to that is yes, and that also means that they're probably not too far off of the road somewhere and because... if, it, if it makes them reckless and less planned out that's going to work out in our favor yeah 
because I think they would, I would imagine that their group would stick somewhere close to the road so they can make a dynamic, like, you know, solution based off of what's happening or what, what's, what we're, they're reacting to us. Either way, we should probably not proceed forward tonight. At least not too much further. Yeah. I agree with that. Let's take five, five. I appreciate your humor. There's like no change to the facial expression. It was a very good jest. <laughs> All right, okay. let's make camp then. Okay. Uh, the group of you set up camp. The The guards who you're with have already kind of set one up. There's no fire um, because they're trying to keep a low profile, but they've kind of set up tents off the road in like a, a group of trees um, kind of hidden. Um, and it looks like they've set up spaces for you as well. Okay. Do any of you want to do anything with the night or is it just kind of straight to bed and a tense slumber? I'll kind of cozy up next to Embers. Say, you did real, real, real good on that horse today. I'm, I'm really impressed. Thank How you. do you feel? I'm very anxious about all of this. Yeah, well, the situation is is not ideal. I, I I agree with you on that one. I but, think we uh, should have. I think we should have ridden ahead. We still can. Not up to me. Okay. Uh, I want to like, give it a that... second and just be like, "All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna turn in." <laughs> you should too. I'll dive back in the pocket. Uh, and I guess with that, um, an uneasy rest kind of finds all of you. Um, you toss and turn a bit in the night, partially because it's cold, though you have kind of warm furs uh, to warm you, uh, and also these tents are actually a little bit insulated themselves, it seems. Um, but you are camping out on a snowy night. Um, when you wake in the morning, it is still uh, a little bit dark, but it's getting light. Um, you can see that this, the sun is starting to rise a little bit. Um, the clouds are still gray, but the snowfall is lighter this morning than it was the night before. Uh, and the camp is already kind of bustling, getting the horses saddled back up. Ah, good. You are awake. I kept watch throughout the night. There were no incidents. We should proceed. Embers nods heavily. Consume your sustenance. Ready your horses, and we will leave. All right. I think we should make make as much haste as we can. Okay. Uh, the group of you saddle up and begin uh, making your way forward again. Um, is there anything you want to do as you go in particular? Um, like, are you trying to uh, stay out of sight or um, are you mostly following the road? What's the plan? Hmm. Is there a point to staying out of sight if they 
know we're coming and they're watching us. Well, anyway. I just think they're probably monitoring the most direct path to the caravan. So if we were out away from the road far enough, they, we might actually go around them. But um, that would be the only thing I could think of. The only reason. Uh, so what what are we prioritizing here? Are we, are we prioritizing speed to get to the caravan or stealth to avoid being tracked? Well, it's possible that if we res we can potentially resolve this without conflict if we can get to the work if we can have the caravan turn around and stay at the warden checkpoint right because i don't think they would want to attack a checkpoint That's true. like they wouldn't want to attack That's a heavily, true. you know so, so we need to hurry to the caravan it's possible then. yeah that we could just say turn around and then we then we're there's no fighting and then we I like that fulfill plan. our objective without bloodshed okay uh, so if that's what you want to do, to meet the caravan, then um, yes. What does Five want to do? Though? Because he's like in charge of all of their their rescue. Oh, when you so. when you ask Five, Five says, "Well, I am mostly here to provide advice. Governor Nyasa made it clear that the group of you were the most capable to lead this mission. Okay. I'm here for support, and to keep you alive as best I can." How would you advise? Appreciate this suggestion? it, Five. You make a good point. If we can reach the caravan before it reaches their ambush and advise it to turn around, perhaps we avoid bloodshed altogether. I think this is smart. Okay, let's go with that then. It is risky, however, because as you have noted, they may see us coming. Yes, but how much are there paths to where we can get to the caravan that are like outside the main road though that would that be yeah mm -hmm. okay um it'll be a little bit circuitous like detour, and yeah. um yeah i mean you won't be able to be sneaky about it but you can take paths like that to try and get around for sure what i'll need the group of you to do uh is make a I mean, it's not really your stealth, it's kind of the horses, but still, we'll say the group of you make a stealth check at disadvantage as you're kind of um, trying to proceed quickly, but also not be seen. Okay. All of us? Yep. And also, I will roll for the soldiers who are accompanying you as well. Hmm. Not bad, actually. Uh, the soldiers rolled a 14 total. I also uh, got a 14. Embers? 19. Tuppence? 11. And Elwyn? Natural one. Okay. Um, four. Do you think it was a group check? Nope, all two. All, <laughs> two. Yeah. All in all, pretty good, pretty good checks, though. Um, so as a group, the group of you basically find some of these side roads um, probably leaning on five for their knowledge of the surrounding area uh, and push forward. Um, it is uh, several hours uh, before you come to a point where um, five says, we at this point are near where the caravan should be. We should return to the main road. Um, yeah. At this point, the 
the sun is is on its way up in the sky and it is probably oh about um 10 or 11 a.m uh, and as the group of you emerge onto the main road uh, you can see the caravan uh, a little ways ahead of you uh, and begin sort of barreling towards it not too long after the group of you emerge from the main road and begin heading towards the caravan which at this point is still proceeding away from you um, not necessarily understanding who you are and what you are and thinking you might perhaps even be uh, an enemy. It seems as if they, they pick up a little bit of pace as well. Um, not too long after that, uh, you see a group of horses emerge from the road in front of the caravan, uh, as well as a number of large winged silhouettes rising up into the sky. Um, and beginning to wing their way towards it. And basically all of you are going to collide kind of in the center on this caravan. Um, Great. I, I need to make can... a couple adjustments to the roll 20 map real quick. Do I have but... a chance as we see this happening to reach out and cast a spell on Rook? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna just reach over and grab Rook's arm and cast protection from poison on him. Very good. Okay. Yeah, and this is where we can drink our fire resist potions and whatever. Um, so I, I, I kind of forgot, but who is, how are we distributing? The... I don't think we dis distributed them yet. So we can say we did it last night while Ethan right. gets the map ready. I, I was trying to remember who was doing who's... what. I, yeah, I don't think that we decided. So okay. let's decide. Let, yeah, we can decide now. Um, so I have absorb elements. You have absorb elements. So we didn't need. Absorb elephants? Yes, elephants. I can absorb elephants. We didn't need fire, so maybe yeah. embers should have the With fire resistance. Mm -hmm. Like the fire resistance for sure. I also yeah. have an antitoxin in my inventory. Actually, I think it was the, to... I think it was the antitoxin I wanted. You, you wanted could also have an antitoxin. Okay. So I think I've... you you and Rook are going to be the ones getting up in it, right? Yeah. yeah. Theoretically. Um, and I just correct. gave Rook protection from poison. Yeah, because I feel pretty confident about making deck saves, but not so much making con saves, which is why I want the poison protection. Okay. okay. You want to give the fire protection to uh, Tuppence have... then? Do you want it, Tuppence? The fire resist? Okay. Okay. I think, yeah, we have, what, two antitoxins? I have one in my inventory. Who has, do we I, have the I other don't... one somewhere? I don't know. I think you might be the only person that. Okay, had then it. we just had one, and then we were doing the protection from poison or whatever, right? Was the yeah, other yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. So okay. Okay, I think I am about ready. Okay, so I'll hand okay. both of those to Embers. Okay. Or sorry, I'll hand the antitoxin to Embers and the potion yeah. resist to Tuppence. And I'll I'll drink it on my way out there. And then, does everyone have a potion of healing? I do. Do we buy enough for that? I have three in my inventory. We had some. We had some starting oh, out right. too. I had yeah. one from before. Yeah, I'll take one. Okay, then I'll give you one of those two. So I'll knock yeah, that I, off of mine. I don't have one. I'll need one. And then I'll give you one as well. Now we each have one, and then I'll get rid of these off of my inventory. Okay, uh, and with also. that, the group of you should be on the roll twenty page. Uh, I think I've moved the players there. Yep. Ooh. Um, so you should see, uh, you basically see the site of this, um, this caravan is like a wooden, 
uh, stagecoach type thing with two horses hitched to the front, but it is metal plated uh, and armored. Um, and you can see that it has a driver. Uh, and then there are about one, two, three, four uh, soldiers who uh, have basically formed a formation in front and to the sides of this thing um, and are moving to intercept these um, cloaked, colorfully cloaked um, brotherhood thugs who are coming from the other direction and clearly outnumber the soldiers. Um, as you can see, I've colored the thugs to the color of their cloak in case that becomes important. Um, so you've got two in white cloaks, one in a black cloak, two in red, two in blue, and one in green. Um, there's no, no sign of Kashura just yet. Um, but as you look up towards the uh, griffins that are winging their way this way, uh, you spot Kashura on one of their backs. Let's roll initiative. Of course. Of course we do. Done. Done. Can you put us on the map? Are you? Uh, you should we're be. You're map, behind yeah, the stagecoach yeah, over map. here. What? I don't see yeah. my token. I don't see my tokens. You might need yeah, to reload. On the far, oh, okay. far left. I'll reload. Yeah, I, we've had that problem with you before, where you don't see tokens or they don't animate, right? Oh, Hopefully okay. I see him. It. I see him now. Okay, that's good. Uh, right. Initiatives. How did Embers do? Twenty-four. And Elwyn? Another fucking natural 20 on this same die that I got a natural 20 earlier for a 21. 21. You guys are quick. Tuppence? Uh, 17. You guys are all quick. And Rook? We're not all quick. I got a 7. <laughs> 7. Okay. <laughs> Someone had to be slow. Right. I have their initiatives all rolled. So I am set. Um, probably surprising no one, Embers is the first to act, but before that, let me explain something, because the group of you are not alone. You have the support of um, some allies. People who have watched uh, previous seasons of our show will know kind of what is about to happen, but um, I've prepared some reinforcements for the group of you to use. Um, basically what this is, uh, is it's legendary actions that the party can use. Um, so I'm just trying to get it so I can show you the thing in the journal. There we go, all players. Uh, you should see Brotherhood Heist reinforcements in your journals. Huh? Uh, so at the end of your turn, or sorry, on your turn, uh, you can use one of your uh, three reinforcement actions per round um, to do one of these effects. There is one special one this time around that takes a reaction, which is the shield option. Um, so keep in mind, if you use that, it's not necessarily on your turn, and it does use your reaction, uh, but it is pretty useful. Um, and yeah, so there's lots of options there for you uh, to go through the list. You can get help from one of them to, to get advantage on something. Uh, you can have one of them ferry an item, such as a potion, to another party member. Uh, you can have them make attacks. Uh, you can have one of them stabilize a dying creature with the like medical packs that they brought. Uh, or you can have one of them interpose a shield to help you avoid some damage. Sweet. Uh, so with that, uh, Embers, what would you like to do? Um, I am going to just take out, just tear out of there, and use my um, use my feline agility to double my speed. Uh, let's see. So I can go. 
how far can they go? I can pretty much get up to him in melee if I want, but I don't think I want to do that. So I'm going to get to um, right to the east of this tree, right between these two trees here, and um, fire off two Radiant Sunbolts at this Brotherhood member in white. Okay. Uh, sounds good to me. This um, group of Brotherhood individuals, uh, confident in their numbers, sees the group of you approaching from behind, um, and especially Embers, as she darts out with this like feline speed. Um, they look a little bit intimidated by your initial appearance. Roll those attacks. Does an 18 hit? Uh, I believe it does. Let me grab their AC here. Uh, yes, easily. All right, then we've got two hits for... 14 damage. Okay. Um, both of the radiant blasts kind of slam into this individual and make them falter backwards, um, falling a little bit, but then they pick themselves back up and continue their charge forward. Okay. Anything that's, else for embers? Yep, that's action, bonus action movement. Okay. Kashura then. Uh, the griffin that she's on basically swoops in above the um, uh, the coach itself. Uh, and from the top of the griffin, you can see that she drops down uh, this metal cable that dangles down towards the roof of the coach. And she basically grabs onto it with gloved hands and slides down it at a rapid speed, landing on top of the stage coach right there as you can see on the map. Um, let's see, what will she do with her turn? So that's her movement. She sees the group of you and she shouts out, Brotherhood, do not fear these meddling whelps. We'll rout them like the rest of these worms. Uh, and then she basically takes two darts and hurls them at uh, embers. Uh, let me make sure she's in range. Uh, she's just in range. Um, so she'll make two attacks against embers. Oh yeah? With yeah. darts? With darts. Um, so it's only a 12 to hit and an 11 to hit, which That's I assume are both misses. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how does Embers dodge these darts that come your way? Um, I think, I think she like, um, just like kicks up a big, like, like snow cover, so she doesn't even really know where to where to to attack because it's just like a blur of white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And these darts go whoosh, whoosh, sailing right past you. Uh, that's her movement and her action. She doesn't have any bonus actions. So that is the end of Kashura's first turn. Uh, Elwyn, what would you like to do? I am going to, I think, run into the trees um, just to try and get a little bit of cover. Three, four, five, maybe here. Mm -hmm. And I am going to focus and reach my hands up in the direction of Kashura and then grab and wrench them down. And I'm going to pull a beam of moonlight down from the sky cool. onto Kashura's location and uh, cast moonbeam. I assume you don't want to catch the driver in that. So you it's can definitely only do five that. foot. 
radius. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's totally doable. Um. Oh, yeah. Five. Is it five foot? Five foot radius. So it's actually ten feet across. I thought. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Okay, Not okay, diameter. Okay. Still doable. Yeah, 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 though, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. So I'm what does she have go to do? Draw. Hold Alt for a circle. It. Nothing happens now, but on her turn, she needs to make a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it right. Right there. Okay. And uh, on her turn, she'll have to make the con save. Very good. But there is just a moonbeam. Um, at and the, if she's at, a shape changer, she has disadvantage. That is good to know. Cool. Give um, a very poignant look toward a certain member of our party who shall not be named. Not <laughs> Remind me of that, that when it comes around to her turn, though. You don't know that, though, Rook. I don't know that. I've never used that. this before. I know. Um, at the end of Felwyn's turn, she'll use one Wait, of her legendary I'm, actions. I'm still... Oh, you still got more? I'm sorry. Go on. No, that was movement and action. I don't think I have any bonus actions. I just want to make sure. No, I don't. Because I didn't prepare healing word today. Just your one. So, never mind. Proceed. Okay. Uh, she basically reaches down to uh, her belt that she's wearing, um, where she has a... Um, it looks like a set of vials, and she dips two darts in those vials. Um, I guess I should describe kind of how she looks. She's still wearing the, like, green uh, light robes of the Brotherhood. Um, but you clearly recognize her from the times you've seen her in memories and things like that with sort of the um, medium-length, short, uh, black, curlyish hair, um, the green eyes with slight green scales underneath, uh, and then... Um, I don't remember if she had any other distinguishing features. I think that's that's the main thing. But yeah, she takes the opportunity to like dip two darts in these uh, vials at her hip, and that's her legendary action. So tuppence, it's your turn. Can we establish my location? Because I thought I was in Ember's pocket. You can be with Ember's if you want. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, so then, if that's the case, first for my uh, bonus action, I want to to perform mental of inspiration to get if, um, uh, everybody. Let's see, within sixty feet. So uh, I guess that would just be <laughs> me and. Uh, no, that's everybody. That's everybody. It's everybody. Okay. Um, All these guards. Everybody. Sure. No, it's only <laughs> it's only three creatures. Oh, okay. Um, so everybody but me can get five temp hit Sweet. points. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, and then for my turn, I'm going to cast Bane. Um, on the yes three, the three. Yeah, these three. Well, is that oh, these I think allies. those those are guards from Port. Uh, from the Imperial Wardens. Uh, these colored ones over here are the attacking okay. um, Brotherhood. Okay, so, so 30 feet, I can get two, those two with Bane. Okay. Then. Uh, um, it's a... you, do you get two or three with that? Because I think, is Kishura also? Yeah, Kishura's within 30 feet of you. Yeah, I get three. So they even have to do Kishura and the two. Okay, Charisma uh, saving throws. All right, here goes the two uh, Brotherhood warriors one of them succeeds 
uh, with an 18. The other one rolled a four. So <laughs> uh, which one do you want to bane of those two? Um, probably the, the white one closest. Okay, the one that Ember's injured? Yeah. We'll mark it with and... that. Uh, and then Kashura rolls a save. Uh, she passes as well. Okay. So um, the one that failed, um, whenever a target that fails the saving throw, when they make an attack roll or a saving throw, they have to subtract a d4 um, from it. Okay. Noted. Um, anything else on Tuppence's turn? I think I'll stay with the numbers for now. Okay. okay. Just like just like peeking out of that pocket and slinging spells around. Yeah. I will remind you that you haven't used any of your reinforcements yet yep. this round. So the shield is you use like if I'm getting targeted, I use my reaction. Yes. Okay. To oh, like yeah, call great. someone over but, and interpose themselves. But can I use my reaction to help somebody else? To shield somebody else, or is it only a personal uh, thing? It's a personal thing. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I guess I can use um, a, an attack an attack roll then certainly let's um should we go should we use them to attack Shira guys whoever you want yeah yeah it's your turn it's your call all right go for it i don't think there's a bad answer here oh wait but it does say an enemy you are adjacent to or, or a range range. Attack. Oh, oh range attack okay never mind yeah. it needs to be an enemy within 30 feet and it looks like so, the yeah. same damage and attack roll so. yep but you make that attack roll. Okay, so. plus five to hit. Here we go. So that's a 21. That hits. Um, it has to be a ranged attack, though. Um, so as basically you call out uh, for help, and um, five kind of slides down like on one knee next to you, pulling out a bow, and takes a quick shot at Kashura's direction. Uh, roll the damage, please. Okay, wax Ooh, so that's uh, uh, nine. Um, you see, uh, as the arrow comes toward her, she smacks it out of the way partially, but it definitely still gets a cut along her forearm uh, as she reduces the damage by four. Uh, so how much damage was it? Did you say nine? nine? Uh, so she takes five points of damage Fucking as she bucks. deflects missiles. Um, and five just says, ah, this one is highly trained. We should be cautious. Okay. No duh, five. Um, uh, you're, you're channeling <laughs> harmony there. I was doing a real hard, it was real hard to keep harmony from chiming in being like, no shit, Sherlock. Yep. Uh, Rook, yeah. you are up. Um, am I still on my horse? Uh, you can be if you want to. And the horse's movement speed is what? Lots. Let's see. Uh, I don't need a seahorse. I need a riding horse, probably. <laughs> seahorse. I would like to see the movement speed of a seahorse. Thanks, D&D Beyond. Yeah, 60 feet. So, uh, remind me, mounted combat, so, like, can it dash, and then I can just do mine turn normally, or do I have to I'll use... confess, I don't really know how mounted combat works. Okay. Um, so let's just say for now it can't dash, and then you can, can look I? it up between turns. Yeah. If I if it moves, does that count as my movement, or is can I like get off and then run? 
I know it's like a it's like a time thing too, right? It's like a six second. We'll say that its movement becomes your movement sure. because I'm not sure how it works, and then you can just look it up between turns. Okay, so I can't. But do for what turn, I we'll do, do that. it as your movement. Um... Second rule, haha. <laughs> And then I think if you wanted to dash, you'd have to probably use your action to spur it. Here yeah. we go. While you're mounted, you have oh. two options. You can either control the mount or allow it to act independently. Intelligent creatures such as dragons act in independently. Blah, blah, this blah, blah, creature blah. probably needs your control. It moves as you direct it, and it only has three action options. Dash, disengage, and dodge. A controlled mount can move and act even on the turn that you mount it. It says domesticated horses are assumed to have such training as to be able to be controlled by their mount. Yeah. So, so does that indicate- You have to use your action to control it, to either dash, disengage, or dodge. They, they do, no, they have their own initiative. It's how it usually works. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm not rolling initiative for them. Yeah, though, so. I, th I, think, I think the simplest way is just to make their move your move. Yeah. Until you get off. Let's do that for but, now then. So if I needed to dash to get into a place I wanted to be, does that use my uh, action? Action, yeah. Because okay. you use your action to directly control it, I in see. which case it can dash, okay. disengage, or dodge. Okay. All right. Um, well, in that case, I will move. Let's see. Still boost your movement to 60 feet, which is not bad. Yeah, I will do 60 feet. All right, I have a I have a backup plan. So I'll go sixty feet. So I'll go right there, and then on my way down there, I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire on Kashura because we're just gonna load her up with a bunch of debuffs. Sure. <laughs> uh, what kind of save is it? It is a deck save. Well, she's darn good at those. But I'm still gonna try. Actually, it doesn't seem like I gave her proficiencies in any saves. So it's just her natural. Bonus there, but it is magic. So let's see. For fourteen, she beat it. Dang. Okay. Um. Then that's it. Okay. Oh, actually, before I guess the end, then we can use the rest of our things unless we want to save it for shield. Can we? Can we use it at the very end of the round, or it has to be in our turn, right? It's your turn. Yep. Okay, so we have to use. I'll just use two more attacks then. Well, you can use one on your turn. Oh, I can just use one. Okay, then I'll use one yep. attack. And um, I'll just. I guess. How's that with a one with the bane on it? How's he looking? Is he pretty hurt? Um, yeah, it won't go down in another hit, but um, definitely looks injured. All right, then we'll just hit Kashura. Okay. So that is a natural one. So that's a miss. Never mind. Uh, this yeah. one of the archers basically sees Kashura like, um, you know, block one of the, you know, um, fives arrow away. Uh, it gets a little bit intimidated and their aim is off and it just goes phew, sailing past. Um, now it is the soldiers and the thugs, and they basically run to engage each other. Uh, well, this one maybe moves here. I'm just basically going to to group them a bit. Uh, I don't necessarily know that they would be able to move quite this far, but basically the idea is they're just grouping up on each other. 
like so. Um, and for their turn, instead mm. of rolling all of their attacks, um, can one of you roll for me a d10 and tell me what you get? I guess I'll do it. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you, Kay. Since no one's jumping. Well, I just rolled natural one, so I don't really feel like... Or a nine. Help. A nine. That's actually good for you. Um, good. This uh, soldier that has engaged with the injured white-cloaked one uh, basically rushes in with a spear and manages to get a critical blow against that individual, slaying them. Well, I guess I'll just leave them on the map and mark them with an X. Uh, and the uh, Brotherhood uh, are one down right away. Nice. Mm. And Kishura just says, no. Was Tuppence going to say something? No, I, I've, I've noticed that the one Brotherhood we've uh, felt so far has been the ill one to fall for Bane. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, at least you don't need to concentrate on it anymore. Yeah. So that's the that's the Brotherhood and the Thugs. Um, shoot, I forgot one important thing. Um, Kashura had a second legendary action she would have used, I guess, at the end of Rook's turn. Uh, you know what? Actually, she'll save it because uh, she still has embers coming up. Speaking of embers, it's your turn. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm just going to um, focus my attention on Kishura and fire off a couple of uh, radiant bolts her way. So okay. let's make, make two attacks here. Action, bonus action. Uh, does an 11 hit? It does not. She sees this so. one coming, having focused on you after your impressive dodge and ducks out of the way of that one. Okay, but I bet that the 25 hits. Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, so that's six damage, radiant. Six radiant damage to Kashura. Uh, this kind of sears her shoulder a little bit, and she looks at you and bears her fangs, and the snake-like tongue kind of hisses out of her mouth. Uh, Ember's hisses back. <laughs> Love it. Uh, anything else for Ember's? Uh, no, I'm staying here, so I get my feline agility back. Okay. Uh, end of your turn, Kashura will use the last of her legendary actions to punch the driver. We are level three and up against someone with legendary actions. Just want to point that out for whoever's listening. We also have, doesn't, we she doesn't have, have a full so. suite of legendary actions. She has two instead of three. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, what is her bonus to hit? Ethan doesn't she, fuck around. I take it as a compliment. I don't. Um, you guys are really strong, too. Yeah, and exactly. Very experienced players. So I'm, got, I'm trying to challenge you a little bit. We um, are. She hits Level three. This, this driver, uh, who is a soldier. Uh, and I'm surprised does... the Doppelrats didn't have legendary actions. <laughs> the first battle. Yeah. How much damage does she do on a punch? Sorry, just managing stat blocks here. Uh, she does seven damage uh, to this warden who is driving the car. Uh, and then you see... Uh, yep. Um, the warden tenses up 
uh, and is kind of stunned in place from that oh, punch. No. She kind of punches the back of the neck uh, and the warden like kind of falls off of the carriage a little bit. Uh, Kashura's turn, because that was her legendary action. She needs to action. make a con save. All right. Uh, so I will make that con save. Uh, what is her bonus? Does a 19 do it? I think it does. Uh, yeah, oh but gosh. she gets, she takes half. Oh, she has disadvantage if she's a shape changer. If she's changer. a shape changer. She is not, though. Okay, then um, she, she still takes half damage. Yeah, she doesn't have any shape changing abilities. Okay, hit me with that damage. Uh, that is 12, so six. Um, I think it's radiant damage. Yeah, radiant. Six radiant damage from the moonbeam. Yeah, she again hisses as this moonlight burns her. Um, but it's her turn now. So she will step out of it. Um, what's she going to do? Uh, she looks up towards the griffins above and gives some kind of a hand signal. And you can see that more steel cables drop down from these griffins. Um, but unlike when she hers dropped down, nothing slides down. Um, however, you can see big metal hooks at the end of each of these cables. Um, unsure quite what the plan is with those. Uh, she proceeds with her turn. Does she want to go up and punch someone? Or does she want to use her poison darts? Um, she, having kind of seen Ember's abilities... Uh, we'll be wary enough not to use darts against embers. Um, but uh, I think we'll use two darts against tuppence. Does tuppence have cover? Um, not, not technically, I don't okay. think. One of them is very clear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I rolled two fours. Um, <laughs> both miss. Tuppence. Tuppence is hard to hit, baby. You just do you just duck into the pocket to hide? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I made this cool boss, and then she can't do anything. She punched a driver. Um, basically a non-combatant. With you know, think about that. Think about your actions, Kashura. Rook is over here. Do you really want to mess with the little fairy? Do you? Huh? Um, she will run directly up to Embers. Oh, or to Elwyn, rather. She hops down off of the carriage and run toward, runs towards Elwyn, closing in at incredible speed, and says, Well then, if you want to fight, let's fight. And she looks at you with these intense snake eyes. End of I'm her turn. I'm not the one you're here for. Uh, Elwyn, it's your turn. All right. I am going to use my action to move the moonbeam right on top of her. So I make eye contact with her, and I pull mm -hmm. my hands toward myself, and the beam of light comes towards me and lands on her again. 
I'm, I'm going to say, you're really going to want to get out of here. Actually, I'm going to move it. I'm going to move it so that, no, I'm not going to cover myself. <laughs> I was going to put myself in it. And I was like, mm, no, do. that would hurt me too. <laughs> that would hurt me too. And she could still get around it. So anyway, no, that's where I'm going to move it. And yeah, that's my turn. Because <laughs> it's an action to move the beam. Oh, it is? It's an action? Yeah, I thought it was a bonus action. So I thought it was too. It's, it's an action to move it. So I'm basically like, yeah. Bitch. Okay. You might as well use an attack at least um, from the allies. I don't oh, think yeah. I'm going to be able to use them all if she didn't attack yeah, us or hit us. I will. I will use. I mean, I was hoping to save one for a shield if she attacks me on her next but, turn. Yeah, but, but she I guess already that's going to be the I guess next round. She might be able to legendary that's... action attack you, so you might want to keep an eye on that one. So if you want to save it for that, that'd be fine. Yeah, I'm going to. I'll save one for, yeah. for a shield. Yep. Okay. Um. I think she'll have a different use in mind for her legendary action, uh, which she will use at the end of your turn. Uh, she's going to step of the wind and whoop, hop out of that moonbeam. Uh, just kind of, she kind of ducks to the side really nimbly. Way to make me waste my turn, asshole. <laughs> um, Tuppence, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I think... Tappens is going to cast, let's see, which one did I decide on? Yeah, um, this one it whispers on Kshura. Okay, what kind of save is that? It is a wisdom save. Okay, she's pretty decent at these. No, she isn't. She's rolling good on her saves, but really bad on her attacks. Um, best is a 15. Okay, um, but she's still going to take half. Yes. She just doesn't have to move. Okay. So, hold on a second. Good. Um, so, half of 13. Okay, so she'll take six. Uh, and she can kind of like clutches at her head a little bit as she looks over towards Tuppence and says, You pitiful tiny creature, you're next. Uh, question for Tuppence. Is Tuppence getting out of Empress's pocket? Do you need Tuppence to get out of your pocket? I don't need you, but we're going on a little journey on my turn. That's fine. I'll stay okay. with you. Okay. Uh, is that the end of Tuppence's turn? Yeah, I think I'm going to save my last Bardic. So yeah. Okay. Then it's Rook. So the driver's stunned, right? Yes. Okay. So no, we can't like snap him out of it. No, actually, to... it's until the end of her next turn, which she's had her next turn. So she is he is unstunned at this point. So he's back in the seat. Or I guess he hasn't gone yet, so he'll be... He hasn't climbed back up, but All right. we'll see. Well, my, my plans are not going well, but I guess I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go to the carriage and try and mess with these hooks that are coming down so they don't grab onto it. So well, I'll... what do you want to do with them? Are they how are they still up in the air or are they coming down? So they are attached to the griffin by these big metal cable the griffins by these big metal cables and then mm -hmm. hanging down towards the ground. Maybe about like fifteen feet up. So if I stood on top of the carriage, could I like reach them? Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna try and I will ride I will like once I realize I can't do what I want to do first, I turn the horse around, ride it to the carriage jump on the carriage, 
and then I want to like just tangle them up. You want to try and tangle them? Yep. Yeah. Okay. If I can reach uh, them all, I decide to start swirling them around and can't reach all of them necessarily. And then I, I want to just can I just grab one and like do this like I kind of like fling it around so it wraps around and then hook it together or something. You can definitely hook like two of them together like that for now. Um, so why don't you make a athletics check because these are really heavy metal these. cables and hooks. Um, does my armor thingy help me here? If I like punch it instead, would that be better? Let's see. I mean, you could try and break it. Well, um, let me see. Well, let me see what I can do here with my armor. If that gives me any assistance for athletics. Because uh, I don't know if it, I know there's something that I can do with it. Sorry, one sec. Sure. I thought this would just be um, a thing I can do. Next up is the soldiers, but after that it's embers. So think about what you want to do. Know what I want to do. Okay, it doesn't require that. It counts as a spell focus. Don and off, blah, blah, blah. We still haven't used any of the reinforcements this turn, so. Yeah, I'm going to ask for some help then. Okay. For this. So you can take advantage then. Well. Uh, as one of the warriors kind of follows your lead and climbs up and oh, sees what yes. you're doing and then attempts to help you. Needed it. Because uh, that is a athletics is a negative one, but I got a 15. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would say you tangled two out of six of these hooks together. Oh, there's together. six of them? Oh, shoot. Yep. Okay, six well, total. That's, that's fine. So I just that's still pretty good. wrap them up and hook them on each other. Um, and I guess that's my action, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, then that's my turn. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, Kashura is going to, with these um, uh, sort of uh, brass knuckle uh, covered fists, make a punch at Elwyn. Shield! Okay. So you well, use a reaction. When you're hit. It says when you're hit. So well, we'll see how she does. She's been rolling poorly. She will hit with a 22. I mean, you always roll really, really well when it comes to hitting me. Yep. <laughs> so, shield. Um, let's see. An ally interposes a shield between me and the foe. I can choose one of the following effects. I get plus five to my AC, which isn't going to help, or I... Oh, you just get advantage uh -huh. on... Hmm. Oh, advantage on a saving throw? Boo. I thought that's... there was something else. No. So that's... No, even so using that isn't going to yeah. help shit. Okay, so you call out, but one of the and one of the war the one with the, the melted I'm not shield, waste the dwarven a woman. On that. I know you don't have uh, to, but like <laughs> she tries to move to interpose, but like as soon as the knuckles collide with the shield, it like kind of shatters, and then the fist um, continues onward. Bring it on, um, because it's that melted melted shield. Mm -hmm. um, Minimum damage, uh, five bludgeoning damage. And can you make me a, because this is the legendary action version, it's a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, no. That's not very um, good. Wait, wait. Oh, you rolled already? I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to give you a bardic inspiration for it. I don't think you can do that. I, I think, think you do, do that, that as, as a reaction. bonus action yeah. on oh, okay. your turn. Yep. I'm thinking yeah. of guidance. Sorry, yeah. from the other one. Uh, yeah, that's a five. Yeah, so you are stunned as she basically like punches you right in the um the chest, and it kind of knocks the wind out of you. Roll a con save for my spell, which needs to be ten or higher. Yes. 
and that was a 10. So sticks around. The moonbeam is still there. Uh, then it's the soldiers and the brotherhood. Um, can one of you uh, roll a d10 for me, please? I'll do it. An eight. You guys are really lucky today. Um, let's see, which brotherhood or which soldiers in the most? That's advent- why they call us the Silver Seekers. Um, another one of these soldiers, um, perhaps with the help of the reinforcements that you brought, uh, manages to uh, kill one of these uh, brotherhood thugs um, and steps up to help uh, their fellow warden with one of the other ones. Oops, I shouldn't have deleted them. Yeah, that was so, pretty brutal. Yeah, totally deleted from the existence <laughs> of, of this world. Yeah, he's another plane. Yep. Good rolls. Um, let's see. Then it is embers. Um, how high did you say the griffins were off? off the, uh, how how, did the, how long did these cables run? Um, about sixty feet down. Okay. Um. All right, I've got my feline agility back. I'm going to use it again. Okay. Embers dashes over to, uh, jumps up on top of the thing, leaps up these cables that Rook is holding, and climbs up to the uh, the griffin. Okay. Uh, I will put one of them on the map then so you can actually see them. There's one. Uh, you can see there's a very surprised Brotherhood thug atop the griffin. Okay. Ready for a Wilhelm scream? Uh, yeah, and I want to make two push attacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> okay, so that's um, athletics versus athletics or acrobatics, right? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, my athletics isn't very good. Well, neither is there athletics or acrobatics. So. But I'm going to do doing it twice. 15? Well, I'll do it once to see if this works. You're looking to beat a 15. Okay, I got a 16. Ah! <laughs> it goes falling out of the saddle. Roll for me a 66. Oh, great. 66, you said? Yep. All right, let me find some D6s here. That's great. I've got a few. Okay, let's see here. Um, Let's see. We got 18 damage. Actually, it should have been one point worse on their athletics. I was looking at the wrong step. Oh, sorry. I I rolled five. That was 5D. That was uh, 21 damage. Um, That soldier splats on the ground. Or that thug, rather. Don't look, Elwyn. Yep. Yeah, the real reason Elwyn is stunning her around. It does not move. (laughs) So this griffin is now without a rider, uh, except for that embers is up there. Um. You can see that it has a, a, a harness attached to it, which has sort of like a um, a metal reel that would probably be used to reel this cable up or down, um, kind of on the bottom of the griffin. Yeah. Now we're going to ask a stupid question. Yes. How far is it to the next griffin? Oh, let's put them on the map, shall we? Um, here's the closest two. Okay. Um, are they someone... all doing this? This chain thingy? Or they're all, they're like Trying to yes, um, okay. and the, the two that you have uh, messed with their hooks would be uh, this one and this one. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm going to use Step of the Wind to double my jump distance and jump, okay. from, jump from this griffin over to the one over here. 
to the wall. Yeah, so you clear like a 15-foot gap between these two griffins. Mm -hmm. And then second shove attack, I assume? No, that was my bonus action. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just up here with this rider. What, uh, what does Tuppence think of all this? This fun little, little journey that you're taking. Ride here? That's why I asked at the yeah. end of the last session, because I knew I was going places. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tuppence is up there. <laughs> Roller coaster arms in the air, I guess. Yahoo! <laughs> um, Embers! It's so fun! Oh my gosh, I can't believe you shoved him off! Okay. Uh, then it is Kashura's turn, and she can see that things are not going well over there, um, but she has the advantage on Elwyn for the moment. <sighs> would she press it, or would she use the stun to get out of here and go take care of things at the cart? Uh, she's going to go rush over back onto the cart and basically come toe-to-toe -to -toe with Rook. Does she go through the moonbeam? Because she will take damage if she goes oh, through does the she? moonbeam. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me make sure she has enough movement to go around it. I think she does. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, she totally does. She can go around it. Um, she has a speed of 40. Uh, she leaps back up onto the uh, back of the carriage and says, well, hello there. Uh, and we'll make two unarmed strikes against Rook. Okay. First one, 20 to hit. That hits. Second one, 25 to hit. Uh, so I will shield the first one then. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to start taking average damage to save time. Uh, so she does eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, as this um, knuckled fist kind of collides into you. And then I need you to... Make a strength saving throw. Those are my best ones. I know. Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, she tries to <laughs> shove you with this fist, but you manage to grab onto part of the cart and hold your ground. Uh, that's the end of her turn, which means that Elwyn is unstunned, and it is Elwyn's turn. Nice. Um... How, how tall is well, the beam? It's like 60 feet, isn't it? So would it hit a griffin? I think 40 feet tall. Could it hit the griffin if you put it? Not if it's 40 feet tall. Okay. I think it's 40 feet tall. Um, just under them. Dang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. It is 40 feet, yeah. Seeing that it's pretty easy for Kashura to dance her way out from under it, I'm going to move it. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, no problem. Use my action to move it over here. Put it on the Brotherhood thugs? Yeah, nice. I'm just going to flop it over there and leave it there for the time being. <laughs> Push him in it. Um, and I'm going to run my movement. Not quite my full movement. I'm going to come and try to, like, find some... Find some cover in this tree here mm -hmm. and I'm going to use a reinforcement to attack Kashura okay. as I run up basically shouting at someone like there's your opening go while she's focused on Rook five again kind of slides to your side with the bow mm -hmm. come on uh, reliable plus, five plus five give me five hey that's a 21 a yeah. 21 hits 
Yar. Roll high. And it's what? 1d6? Plus 3. Back 7 damage. Um, she catches the missile and throws it to the side, taking none. Cool. Using her reaction. Thank you again for making my turn worthless. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> she used deflect missiles and uh -huh. she, she rolled the maximum number she can reduce. So. Yeah, fuck her too. All right, we're done. Um, monks, man. Uh, at the end of Elwyn's turn, she's going to punch Rook. Hmm. Uh, but it's only a 15 to hit. Yes. Uh, so the, it basically she punches into the armor and it just resounds clang. with this, yeah, loud clang as the uh, mercurial metal totally deflects the blow. And she says, ah, that is interesting. Uh, Tuppence, what would you like to do? Enjoy it while you have the chance. Kishura. There's 60 feet up in the air in Embers' pocket. 60 feet is okay. nothing for her. So I'm gonna cast uh, dissonant whispers on the dude on the griffin. Okay. Uh, oh my what kind of say this set again? <laughs> you guys are amazing. It's a, it's a wisdom. Oh man. Wisdom, not a thug's strong suit. <laughs> oh no. Wait. Uh, yes. Plus zero to this. Oh, I, I don't know which dice I rolled. Shoot. Roll that. Uh, twelve. Okay, Poor so, guy. <laughs> so it's three d six, and he is he is pushed off probably. What's, yeah, what's, he he has to move his movement his right fate? away, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he has to use his reaction to move his to move as far as possible from me. What's his AC? Um, are you are you rolling a opportunity attack? Yes. Um, eleven. Okay. Uh, I hit. I'm trying to decide how this works so, when he's on the back of the thing. They're not supposed to run into dangerous situations, though, with dissonant whispers. Does that mean that he would? I don't. I don't know if he would actually. Because he's. There's, I there's don't like, think you're not he, supposed to run into like gonna, a pit. Yeah, he's not going to throw so himself he, like, off. Would he like fly? Try, I mean, I guess they're on. They're on the same Griffin. So what are you supposed? He slide down the chains. Like, like what do they no, do? he's. Actually, yeah, that's probably what he would do. Is kind of like try and slide down the chains. So I will make an athletics check for this guy and we'll see how it goes okay, well he takes eight damage uh, he falls head. so tuppence <laughs> can you roll for me uh 66 oh, no. okay so 10 Poor psychic guy. how much bludgeoning for members eight eight so 18 is he yeah, dead Man, yet? man's is dead <laughs> but roll tuppence your 66 <laughs> i think she's gonna set a new record for max damage in one in one turn okay it's the best okay 10, 15, where's the other one? 21, 21 plus 5, so 26. <laughs> 26, yeah, man's is dead. <laughs> Another one splats on the ground hard. This one, nice. uh, like, blood coming out of the nose from the distant whispers. Oh, well, nice. don't look. Um, <laughs> so I'm hiding in a tree. I I'm have gonna no also mark happening. ones that are riderless, just uh, so <laughs> note yeah. of that. This That's one is thing. riderless. This one is riderless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's Tuppence's turn. Anything else on your turn? Um, yes, I'm going to go ahead and spend my last bardic inspiration for poor Rook who keeps getting attacked and okay. say, Rook, you got this Wait, money. your last one? We took a long rest. You didn't get him back? 
Oh, we took a long rest. I yeah. didn't mark it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So then I'll spend one for you. Thank you. So you've spent two so far to do Mantle yeah. of Inspiration and then this one. Yeah. Let me make sure. Uh, well, right away, it's Rook's turn. Okay. okay. Uh, well, hold on. How many legendary actions have I used? Just the one to punch Rook. I'm going to punch Rook again at the end of Tuppence's turn. Ooh, another miss. 13. Good. Yeah, get out of here, Kashira. So, Rook, take your turn. Okay. Um, so, with without the riders, do the griffins, can they actually, are they still doing what they're supposed to do? Or do the, Their the riders, like, turn has not part come of this? around yet, okay. so you're not sure. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just return the blow to Kashira then, without knowing if the griffins can act on their own. Because that seems okay. pretty disabling. Um... I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna ask for help for my attack, maybe? Yeah. Sure. Let's do that. So, one of the soldiers that came with you tries to get Kashura's attention while you kind of go in for that Thunder Gauntlet. Yep, 21. Uh, hits. Okay. And that is. Ooh, 11 Thunder damage. She's starting to look a little rough. And then uh, the Thunder Gauntlet also gives her disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me until the start of her next, uh, the start of my next turn. Okay. Nice. So if he goes for anyone else, I don't think so. Oh, and then for my bonus action, I am going to use Defensive Field to give myself three temp HP. Sweet. Do you still have all your current temp HP? No, I lost it. I got hit. By, I got hit oh, okay. Eight. I got. That's right. Got that's punched. Right. Yeah. Um, what does that look like? We haven't seen the defensive field yet. Yeah, so I think the armor like glows a little lightly, like a like like a light light blue color, and then you can see like just this like I don't know this shimmer as uh, as trying to like block the blow or something. Uh, cool. Uh, then it is um, if that's the end of Rook's turn. Mm -hmm. Then it is the uh, soldiers and the Brotherhood. So someone roll that d10. Do you want to do it, Melissa? <laughs> now I'm like really bright, though. Look at this. It's like. <laughs> it's like the Our viewers can't see, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. How was that D10, Melissa? I, you're, it looks like you're muted. Sorry. Nine. Nine. You guys are on yeah. fire. You haven't lost any soldiers yet, and another Brotherhood member bites the dust. Because we have oh, a good strategy. Uh, also, Elwyn, uh, what is the save that for damage. Moonbeam? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if they had their own turn or if it was. Um, it's a con... <laughs> con 13. Two failures. Ooh. Yikes. Uh, okay, so they it's 10 damage to each of them. 10 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, they are just searing in this light. Um, and they will maneuver so that they can get out of it. Oh, they won't. <laughs> they do, though. They do on their turn. Um, and yeah, positioning kind of changes a little bit here. Um, cool. That is their turn taken care of, which brings us to the top with Embers. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I'm going to spend another key point to step of the wind. Um, Do you want to see where the next closest um, griffin is, I assume? Oh, are there more than three? There are a couple. I guess I should just put them all on the map at this point. Because I was going to come over here because I thought this was the last one. I was trying not to, not to crowd the map too much. Um, sorry, I'm messing up with how you control roll 20. There's uh, three more that have not been interacted with at all. Um, and I guess I should say what they do on their turn, uh, since the, the soldiers and thugs had a turn. Um, the griffins that have um, free hooks still basically close in on the carriage. The riderless ones begin to fly away, so I'm just going to delete them. Uh, though... Tuppence and Embers, you are on one of them. <laughs> so you can hop off. You can try and descend the chain if you want. I'll, I'll give that to you as it okay. flies away. I'm going to try and hop onto this one. Okay. Which is, uh, it's close enough. That I don't think I actually need to step in the wind at this point. Yeah, Sorry, so, can I hop in for a second? One of sure. the ones that was riderless had its chain tangled with one of the That's true. Um, so hold on. So it basically can only fly over to there. Oh, I thought it was just start pulling it away. <laughs> I was going to say, can it just pull the other one off the map? Because that would be fine with me. It cannot, but... Um, but they're still tangled, so it's not like that hook, yep. shouldn't, that hook shouldn't be usable, I wouldn't think. You wouldn't think. Um, okay, so now, Embers, you can, you can take your turn as you'd like. You are okay. on that other griffin. All right, let's make a push attack. Okay, uh, I'll make an athletics check. You're not going to beat my nat 20, I don't think. I'm not. Not with a four. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the saddle. Uh, um, does this guy have a rider? Yes. All right. Let's do this again. <laughs> you hop over to the other one. Yeah. Got a lot of movement. Going to use it all. I'm going to put you not under the thing. But Thank yep. you. Um, bonus action. Push attack. Okay. This is going to fail one of these days. Uh, 19. Okay, it failed now. I got a 16. This rider sees you come in and manages to keep their, their spot on the saddle. There's now only two. Yeah. Uh, That's it for me. Okay. Uh, i all of my movement. <laughs> Kashura's turn. You she could, you has... could try and get help on that. I guess it, maybe it's already resolved, but... Disadvantage on attacks... You're... You're right. I could give. I'm going to take help on this. Okay, go for it. Okay. Still We're looking to beat a, a 19, 19. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me tough. Ah, uh, I got an 18. Oh, yeah. So this it, one I maintains their spot Dang. in the saddle, even though one of the soldiers below tries to distract the rider. Mm -hmm. Um, Kashura's turn. Things are looking bad. Things are looking real bad. Um. She disengages from Rook and slides off the side of this carriage uh, and is going to try and pull open its reinforced door, which will be tough, but we'll see how she does. Against all odds, she manages it with a natural 20 which is ridiculous. Um, and she pulls off this uh, 
the door on the side of this carriage and steps inside, kind of out of sight. Uh, I guess Elwyn can still see her, so I will leave her on the map. Uh, and Elwyn, you can see that she basically uh, grabs a small chest that is in there. All right. I am wild shaping. Into well, it's not quite your turn. It's uh, my actually, turn after it is her turn. turn. It yeah. Is. Yep. Yeah, it is. Do it. Shut up. Shut up. I know it's my turn. I wild shape into a motherfucking panther. You mean Smellwin? I don't know who that is. And I have 20 feet between me and her, so I'm going to make a pounce attack at Go her. for it. So I basically just summon the, the snow around me. My form changes into the panther that you've seen before, and I just fucking book it. I tear through the snow, and I leap into the into the, the cabin after her, and I pounce. We'll roll it, please. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was getting at what to roll. Yeah. <laughs> come on, please. Come on. <laughs> Nitral 19, so that's a 23. Absolutely hits. Okay, so yes, hello, Luna. Yes. Um I that's a D that's a strength saving throw. Okay. From her. Not her best. And she also takes some slashing damage. Natural one. Okay, so she's prone. But I'm going to use her one and only legendary uh, resistance. No, don't, roll. because if she if she's prone, I get a bonus action attack. I'm just going to reroll. Don't do that. She still could fail. Don't do that. Don't do that. She still fails with a Good. five. <laughs> Good. Cool. Then I, okay, so the, the damage from the claw attack is four slashing damage, and then I get to make the bonus action bite attack now that she's prone. Mm-hmm. At an advantage, because she's prone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good, because that was a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much better? That's only a 14. Uh, 14 will miss. Okay, so the bite, bite misses. But I basically am like... She manages Lion to get King her hands up in between on the top of her. her. Yeah, bounce, basically have her pinned down and I'm growling in her face. That's my, that's my turn. Okay. Um, end of your turn... She has this chest, but she's basically pinned by you. You're in the doorway. Sorry, you've got to move up there. Um, Sorry, I was getting real into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's going to punch the panther. Disadvantage. That's true, because it is... Thunder gauntlet. Mm -hmm. um, does a 14 hit the panther? A 14 does hit the panther, but I can use a reaction to get a shield. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, so okay. 14 misses. Um, five comes sliding in at the last right minute. Right there. Like, yeah, interposes. He, like, they seem to be staying close to Elwyn, having perceived her as the leader. Um, they slide in, slam a shield down in front, and say, uh, not while it is my turn on watch duty. That was the battle way the panther. <laughs> or um, not the panther. Um, Kashura. Texas. The panther. Yep. Uh, that's Elwyn. That's the end of Elwyn's turn. So it's Tuppence. Okay. Let's see. 
Where the heck are we now? I gotta look at this. We're thing. on top okay, of this, Griffin. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's time for Tuppence to like use her muscles to push this guy off, right? <laughs> I mean, do your own turn, uh, but uh, you know. <laughs> I've seen you in action. I know what you're capable of. I I I actually think well. How hurt is Kishara looking? And can I see her? Um, you can't see her because she is inside the stagecoach, but last you saw her, she was looking pretty hurt. Sorry, Elwyn, do you remember how much damage your pounce did? I don't think I dealt it to her. Uh, because it was, it was the slashing. Oh, sorry, I mean, I mean the initial attack, not the, the one that missed. Yeah, it was the, the slashing damage. What was it? Four? That was four, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I dealt that to her, so I'll do that. Uh oh, now. oh. Yeah. It was for for slashing. Okay. So I can't yeah. I can't do that. Okay. Um <laughs> what is the range on that? No, because then that won't do. I think I'm going to uh <sighs> It's tough. There's a lot of options. I know. There's so much you can do. I think I'm going to uh, fly off of embers. Let's see which which one am I? Let me zoom. There, there am I. There am I. Oh, get this little thing. And I'm going to fly. Uh, on top of the carriage, but I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. So I'm just going to move you off of Rook for just a second. You can be in the same sort of square as him, but I just wanted to. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get on top. Yep. You can fly in my uh, pocket so if you want. Tuppence is invisible there. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else on your turn? Um, that's it. Okay. Rook. Is it possible to have our friends just pile into the doorway so that she literally can't get out without pushing like um, 10 of them? Not technically, no. No? Okay. Um, can I sidle past the panther and hit Kashura? Is that possible? Is there enough yeah, you could go down there and make an attack, I'd say. I think that's Sort of what coordinating I'd... with Elwyn to get in there. Yeah, Absolutely. I think she never stood up, right? Uh, she has not stood up yet, okay. no. Then I will take this at advantage. Uh, yeah, I will use my Thunder Gauntlet again, and that is a dirty 20. That hits. Okay. Uh, that is nine damage. She's starting to look a little rough. And um, I will... Go ahead. No, go on. Oh, I was going to say, I will have one of our buddies also attack her while she's knocked prone. So yeah, that's an advantage. Okay. Melee attack. That is a plus five, 22 to hit. Another hit. And that is the D6 max damage. So that's plus three, so nine damage. Um, the soldiers are just kind of piling in and um, attacking her. Uh, anything else on Rook's turn? Mm, let's see. I don't have a good bonus action I can use. 
Uh, I'll feed her the cluck cluck mushroom. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think that's all I can do. I don't think I have okay. any other good actions. Um, then it is the soldier's turn and the thug's turn. Um, though she has one more legendary action, she will use it to. Either way, she's got disadvantage, so she's punching Elwyn because she's on the ground. Or um... so does this shield work like the spell? Is my shield still no? Active? It's just against the triggering attack. Okay, okay, okay. With her disadvantage, she's totally gonna miss with a ten. Misses the baby. Yep, she kind of swings wildly with the fist, but can't find any purchase as you kind of back up. <laughs> um, <laughs> this riderless griffin flies away. Do that with a, a southern accent, though. Rar. Um, these two griffins <laughs> that still have riders. <laughs> um, the riders call down to Kashura. Boss, are we still? I don't think we can lift this thing. And she says she calls back, basically from her panic state below this like pile of enemy forces. No, abort, abort, get to safety. Uh, and those two griffins. Uh, Actually, uh, all of the griffins begin to retreat. The one that is dragging a riderless one at a slightly slower pace. But um, <laughs> I'm in the chained one. Let's Embers, go, do you want to try and slide down the chain? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, make an acrobatics check. Okay. Woof. Uh, does a 10 do it? Uh, I should have set a DC in my head. Um, I'd say that's enough to slide down a chain to safety. Okay. Yeah, I'm not level four yet. The fall damage thing. Yep, yep. low fall. Uh, now I need someone to roll for me a d10. I mean, I can do it this time, I guess. Do it. All right. You guys did so well. I wanted someone else to do it, but here we go. Come on. Nine. Not Are you kidding joking. me? Not even kidding. <laughs> Another Brotherhood member yes. bites the dust. You guys have had to roll really high I'm guessing for these. Morale is so high because of the reinforcements. Absolutely. They're fighting hard. Um, yeah. Let's see. We'll do this one here. This this blue one. Um, and yeah, this person will move to engage with this other soldier. Uh, they kind of shuffle around the battlefield. Are they just running, though? After Kishore said Did anyone go through my moonbeam? No. No, Damn. they're avoiding that like the plague. Um, none of the these Brotherhood soldiers are running yet, but the um, the Griffin ones have retreated. Mm, okay. Dang, that's ridiculous. Your rolls there, um, Embers. You're up. All right. Uh, Embers is going to let's see how much space to have. Does movement I have? A ton. Embers is gonna like run this way, vault over the uh, the cart, mm -hmm. and come. Uh, down on the other side, wheel around and make two uh, radiant bolt attacks. Against They'll Shura. be at disadvantage because she is prone still. Are there doors on either side of the caravan, though? She only ripped it off on one side. Yeah, I think but there's the other doors ones. on either. But side I, I don't think there. I don't think there's windows in them. Nope. Yeah, it's like okay. an armored cart. So. Uh, ooh, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's still gonna hit. That's twenty four on the first yes. one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, and the second one is also a 24. Oh my god. Dang! You guys are really well today. Amazing. All right, so take 
Um, 13 damage, all told. These radiant bolts sear into her. End of my uh, turn. It is then her turn. She stands. Throws two punches at Ember's Panther. Elwyn Panther. Yes, Elwyn. Sorry, the E names. Oh, yeah, she's still a disadvantage, isn't she? Yeah, she just um, she did just stand. Well, yeah, but it's uh, Rook's Thunder Gauntlet. Oh, it's right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, her, her ears are ringing with thunder. Um, still, it is a 13. Does that hit? That hits. Okay. Um, that is eight points of bludgeoning damage. And can you make a strength saving throw with the Panther's strength? You don't have to tell me with the panther strength because I have the wild shape stat block up. I know okay, what's, okay. what's my stats of what's the panther's stats. Now that I've given you lip, I'm definitely going to fail. Sorry, uh, is this a, a strength check or a saving throw? Doesn't saving matter. throw. Same, same, same score, doesn't matter. Oh no, I missed my tower. Come back. That's 11. You are thrown back 15 feet and slam into embers. Right. Uh, she then steps out uh, of the carriage. Uh, so, Tuppence, do you have any melee weapons? Uh, melee? Uh, yes, I have a dagger. Do you want to make a, a attack of opportunity? You can if you'd like. Then my invisibility. Yeah, you, but you but you would make an advantage because you are invisible. Sweet, let's do it then. For the kill, or the <laughs> incapacitation. <laughs> okay, so that is a twenty-three to hit. Hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and it's a little pew pew. Get <laughs> a little D four. <sighs> pew pew! It takes three piercing. Okay, there's like a little cut along her cheek as Tuppence becomes visible again, holding this little dagger. Um, Kashura will then use her second attack to punch Rook. Okay. Not a disadvantage this time. Um, this might actually hit um, 23. Shield. Uh, and that'll be enough to block it? Yes. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, uh, Five, who is still around there, kind of like rolls backwards and gets uh, their shield in front. What is everyone else five doing? Is, Why is it always... Five is the <laughs> They're all killing the, the rest of the Brotherhood. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, five five <laughs> interposes themselves and says, do not worry, I have you covered. <laughs> so funny. Or, I have you under my cover. It's always do. Like Can we keep him? Yeah. You want to you yeah, yeah. go to the mill house with us? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um... Kashura then only has how many feet of movement left? Had to stand up, so that's half. Had to move uh, five to get there, so that's... Kashura has 15 feet of movement left. Um, is going to move... So Rook and Elwyn can make attack of opportunities. Yes, I like. And she kind of has this chest clutched under one of her arms. Um... If I have Bardic Inspiration, am I allowed to know the result 
and then choose to use it, or do I have to roll it before I know the result? You can know your number, but not before, not whether it hits. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, that's real good. That's that's a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, hits with my bite. <laughs> I wonder if an eighteen will hit. I might as well just use bark inspiration because I'm not sure. Okay. Do it. So that goes four up to piercing damage. A twenty-four. That'll hit. And that is... Uh, oh, wait, sorry, Brooke, you used your reaction to shield. Hmm? That's true. Oh, so you never mind. Actually attack I will not, I will not sorry. No, thank sorry. you. Um, but yeah, she gets, she gets a little ways out from under you. Uh, then it is Elwyn Wolf's turn. Elwyn Panther. 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 Gosh darn it. Elwyn Panther. Um, let's see. How far away? Did she get 20 feet away again? You can, yeah. If not, you can back yep. up. Yeah, I'm a and... fucking pouncer again. Pouncer again. You're going to pouncer? You're, you're, you're going to pouncer. As she's running away, she like... Pants with my teeth. <laughs> well, as she's running away, she like throws off the Brotherhood cloak and says, time to shed this ridiculous skin. Um, so you can kind of... I'm going to pounce on her Yeah. by running because I am 20 feet away. Please don't pouncer. I might pants her in the process. We shall see. Um, so claw attack first. Come on, big number. Oh, that's probably going to miss. That's only a 15. Nope, 13. Damn it. Uh, yeah, that does miss. Not been rolling well enough. Okay, so I go to swipe my claw at her, but I miss. That's, that's my turn. You could take help. Did you do that? I didn't. Can I take help? Yeah, or you can. Is have... it too late? No. Come yeah, on, I'm five. Gonna I'm gonna help. <laughs> that's a that's a, what's my bonus again? Uh, that's a sixteen. Uh, that misses still, oh, unfortunately. Uh, then my, it is my bonus to hit is not very very big. <laughs> Tuppence. Okay. Uh, let me see. Do I have any spell slots left? Let me check real quick. I think I'm out. No, I have. I have it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So let's do dissonant whispers. Wait, how far away is she? She's close enough. Yep. Okay. Do dissonant you, whispers on. Um. She'll run away from you. Did you want to go to the other side of her first? That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Okay, so we'll go here. Cast dissonant whispers. Okay, it's a wisdom save. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, so she takes half. half. Uh, right. Half damage. Okay. So that's 10. So she takes five psychic. Uh, blood kind of runs out of her ears and her nose as she looks to you and she says, You pesky little thing. <laughs> I know. Uh, she will use a legendary action to punch at Tuppence. Oh, no. 12. Oh, misses. Tuppence dances out of the way and she just. <laughs> Gets frustrated. She just lets out this growl of frustration. Rook. Okay. Let's end this charade. I will 
I'll see. I think I am going to... Maybe I'll just cast Magic Missile. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll move up a little bit. Okay. Knowing that she's trying to go this direction. I guess I'll just be in be right here. And then, uh, yeah, I'll cast Magic Missile while I'm moving at her. So... Let me get my D4s. It's a good spell. Just saying. Yep, I think it'll do more than my Thunder Gauntlet. So that's really good. That is uh, 13. That is really good. Um, those missiles blast into her, and you see that she can't take too many more of those. She's still standing, but it's like she buckles to a knee a little bit there. Okay, and then I'll have one of the guys do an attack then. Okay, and I think that's she about lost. it for this round. Yeah, Are we out, or is that... But it's about to reset anyways, so... yeah. We have one left, so you can do so it. I can you, do you, that. You're good. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, that's not going to hit, though. That's only a four, so four plus five is <laughs> nine. Yeah, not going to happen. Okay. Um, you can see that she is looking around and considering her options, but uh, before we get to those, let's do the soldiers. Can one of you roll another d10? Who's feeling lucky? Is it me? Not me. Yeah, you can go, for it. It. Okay, go. go for it. Bring it home. I'm just saying, based on the... Because we each have done it once, right? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's only a four. Oh, no. Uh, one it of the soldiers dies this no. time. It's only a no. matter of time. I'm sorry. Uh, and they kind of shuffle around as they're fighting each other over the corpses of fallen brotherhood. Uh, and now one soldier. Uh, that's their turn. They are almost like oblivious to what's going on over here. They're so locked in combat. Um, embers. She has Anything one else? more legendary action, actually. Uh, she'll use it at the end of your turn. So it's Why Ember. she only had two? Has she used two already? Maybe she's out. Okay, Embers, it's your turn. Okay. Embers is going to join in the melee here a little bit. So she uh, kind of like cautiously rocks up and then gets in a fighting stance, and mm -hmm. I'm going to spend my last key point to do three attacks. Okay. Oh, let's see. Let's count. Uh, the first one is a dirty 20. Hits. Second one rolled all the way off the table because I missed the... Go <laughs> <laughs> get it. Find out. It's a, crit. it's a crit. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that does that. <laughs> Wait, did you say uh, it's a crit? No, I did. I did. Don't no. Sorry. No, the sec second one was a uh, 16. Uh, misses. Okay. And the third one is worse. <laughs> Wait, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the help action for that last sure. one. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's better. It's a twenty-one. Hits. So doing like non-lethal bludgeoning strikes here. Uh I do minimum damage, which is twelve. Nope, enough. not yeah, so that's twelve. Yep, that's twelve. It is enough um, as you basically punch once and it catches her in the jaw and then she kind of stumbles, takes the fighting stance, sees your second punch coming and blocks it to the side. But then you get that third punch, which is going to be the one that knocks her out. And where do you aim for? Um, man, I think I like punch her in the throat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just 
in like kind of an uppercut or like mm -hmm. a straight punch. Just a straight punch. Yeah. Uh, it just sends her reeling backwards. Um, and you can see her eyes kind of like roll back in her head as she falls unconscious to the ground. And the chest under her arm uh, rolls out from her grasp and the lid pops open and about um, six uh, large eggs not quite ostrich sized, but just large, <laughs> uh, roll out of this chest as she falls unconscious. Can I use my reaction to try and make sure that they don't roll too far? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, and I think that's where we'll end today's episode. So sorry we went mega late, but. I was, I was into oh, it. extra long combat. That's great. We took a little longer than I expected getting there, but. Yeah. I think well, it ended up you need to learn to stop so. asking us is there anything else you want to do because you really we'll do come up with something <laughs> you really do the thing is i want you guys to have the opportunity to do things you know i don't want to just but push if you want us to get to a thing don't give us the opportunity to, to draw well, anyways, things out because we we're late it. so let's wrap this thank you guys for playing thank you to anyone who tuned in to watch hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with more of this 7 p.m pacific time uh next week um for what i think will be the end of this arc we'll do a little session to kind of wrap things up so um, hope to see you then. Bye. See ya. Bye. Good night. Good night.